Why? What did we do? We mecha-lecha hide, mecha-lecha hiney hoed. <laughs> when Jeff was ready, we went ahead and started talking on mic and got this fucking podcast going. <laughs> <laughs> Center yourself, Jeff. So... Welcome to Beer Plus 3, where we try to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With us today is the one, the only, the bastard of Bellingham, Rick Anderson. Greetings, everybody. I like the Batman voice. And here in SWAT Studios, in sunny-ish Maple Falls, is the very inventor of the U in the British word color, Mike Zamora. Hello, you. And again, a listenership special. With us is the fence expert and effete cooking fiend, Brandon Longwell. Unguard. <laughs> it's April 25th, 2015, and we would not be Beer Plus 3 without our newest addition, the intern, Brianne Edwards. I'm here! <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> Today's episode brought to you by Mike Smellers, the America's premier microphone smelling magazine. <laughs> Get your Mike Smellers today. <laughs> you, you know, if it wasn't for those damn microphone smellers, you would never know where that mic actually was. <laughs> and you know, as close as this thing is to my mouth all the time, it goes into a bag, it goes into Rick's possession, and who knows what the hell happens to it. Oh, hey, I think, hey, hey, I hey, think, hey. I think Mike, I, I think Mike does his, or Mike, sorry, Rick does his thing. I, I handle them appropriately. I know Mike does his thing, but because everybody knows Mike does he his thing. He treats them gently and lovingly. I do. them fondly. Right, from right. From tip to the end of the shaft. Well, see, we, we, we actually, we know that. Actually, the cord just keeps going and going. It does. It's amazing. We can, we can tell all that because we smell the mics. We know well, what Well, the funny thing is I have this new mic in front of me. We now have, finally have four mics. And and uh, five, if you five. include the, the guy in the 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 hunter orange shirt across the way there, I like how he was prepared to help me build my fence with the 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 safety orange. This, but this is this is not hunter orange. This is don't fucking shoot me orange. <laughs> that's that's essentially hunter orange. Yes, that's don't fucking shoot me orange. An important distinction though, Mount Baker vapors. Yeah. They have their own podcast. Ta da! We there's at least two vapors here. And then my daughter comes in. <laughs> she does not vape. Does she goalkeep at all? She's not even vapid, no. which I would describe many of the children at her school as. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> but, Hunter Orange, going back to Mike. Going back to Mike. Oh, your daughter walked five in. Mics. Five yes. mics. Your daughter walked in. I asked, did she, does she goalkeep ever? Does she goalkeep? What does that mean? Uh, that's a person who keeps the goal protected. In a sport, that could be my like, my daughter has sport. not yet uh, ventured into sportdom. That could be hockey, lacrosse, soccer. Nobody talks about lacrosse. No, first rule lacrosse. Nobody talks about lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> what is lacrosse? It's a combination of tennis, it's an soccer, in- hockey, and rugby. Essentially, about 1957. <laughs> Wow, that clarifies Several <laughs> Yale individuals, people yeah. that went to Yale, smoked an incredible amount of weed. Yes. And then invented <laughs> lacrosse. 
Okay. That's all I know about it. Much like much like basketball, it was uh, you know some individuals. <laughs> exactly, basketball. <laughs> much like basketball. Really? What do you mean still a thing? That was a great movie. <laughs> it, it, it was a bunch of individuals who were not going to be good at any one particular sport, but they knew how to play mediocre a few. So they came up with a sport yeah. that combined the best aspects of what they could do properly. Yeah. Okay. You could there prance around a field with a stick. Yeah. And a net at the end of the stick. Very nice. That catches these little balls. Yeah. <laughs> It's basically if if Quidditch ever had a real life substitute, yeah, lacrosse. It's there, uh, there we go. High lie on steroids. <laughs> you know that Quidditch is a legitimate sport now, right? Yes, yes but they still is. have to run around. They can't really fly. Okay, as someone who has never read any Harry Potter or seen any of the movies, how did you do that? Isn't, <laughs> it was very not? easy. I just didn't watch any of them. That's it's kind of easy. to You do. have kids though. How did that happen? I started reading the first Harry Potter book to Alex when she was little, and she didn't like it. What? And neither did What's I. What's wrong with your kids? <laughs> no way. Ne- next, you're going to tell me you've never run in, read any of the Twilight books. Oh my God, fuck Twilight. Ooh, ooh, no, I haven't. No, none of them. <laughs> Twilight Sparkle? I love Twilight Sparkle. Yeah, you know, it's... What do you mean, no? That's That's the funniest thing that's ever happened in a vampire movie. I don't do My Little Ponies either. So, so Mike, are you looking for a keeper? Uh, No, I actually had a keeper today. And getting back on topic here. Thank you, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Today is Saturday. We're recording on, on Saturday. Usually it's Friday, but today's Saturday, and Saturday is soccer day for me. And my son decided he was going to be goalkeeper for the soccer match, and I've known. He just a- decided this and was able to do it. Well, he- that, there's no coach. The coach is just got like, okay, kids, what do you want to do today? <laughs> I'm picturing Oliver just well, storming out on the field, going, "Get out of the fucking way! I'm the goalkeeper today. <laughs> Move it! <laughs> All right, Chandler, get out of there. It's my turn." <laughs> well, as this is rec league soccer, as the coach reminded me, every child is allowed to play whatever position they want when yeah. they want to play. So apparently earlier this week, my son decided he wanted to be goalkeeper okay. this game, yeah. which led to an immense amount of stress for the remainder of the week. It's not, not, you know, not that I have so many other things going on that might cause me stress, but... He just wanted to add this little cherry on top where I was looking forward to Saturday watching the balls go rolling by him into the net. <laughs> how did he one do that? after I mean, another? One. I know you're building up, and but I'm impatient. I want to know yeah. how Oliver did. Did he? You're impatient. Up? I had to listen to fucking Harry Potter and who the fuck knows what jerking off in his jacket. What? <laughs> what? I didn't follow that. <laughs> yeah. You just that went right over. That right was that chair. was a Quentin Tarantino reference. There, oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Nice. Again, that somebody right. who knows me well is going to like roll back into. Ah, right on. Yeah. But no, he actually did good. He only let two go by, and he blocked many. So he actually did a fantastic job. So I was stressed out for no reason. See, did he did a fantastic? Job. It, did they win today? They never win. <laughs> what did I say earlier? It's a character building experience. I happen to play <laughs> soccer, and I was roped into playing keeper myself for a rec league team that I yeah. used to play on regularly. Uh, for a single half, it didn't take them more than one 45-minute half to figure out that mm, I might not be the best choice to stand between the posts. But uh, it's a really high-pressure position. It, it, it is. It is. Yeah. Being keeper is it, it's a different kind of individual. Like you know, hockey. I don't care what fucking sport it is. The guy who's goalie, no matter what, 
is a different kind of kid. Some kids are good for it. Some people, you know, they work for that high pressure. They don't mind the shit they're going to eat later if they let a couple go by. But it's not every kid. And yeah, yeah. and as good as my son did today, I don't think that normally he's cut out. He did he did an awesome job, but mm. I don't need that kind of stress in my life. Maybe he's good enough for it. I'm not, man. I can't I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 honestly, no other parent can handle it cuz if you go out there and it, you'll notice the other parents, you know, sometimes their kid will volunteer for keeper yeah. and they're just fucking tense, man. They're fucking shitting diamonds. <laughs> but why why? I mean, uh, you, you if you know your team's going to lose, they always lose. That's fine. But it's not the goalkeeper that tends to be like the end all be all of the losers. It, it, it's just that uh, what, what makes it tense is like you think they're going to get hurt, or you think the other kids are going to pick on them because they let a couple balls go by. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's the morale, right? Because as as they go down in the hole, right? I mean, I don't mind if they're one down or two down, but when they get six down and then all the kids are suddenly start walking instead of running, I don't want to be responsible for that. And as he is my seed, I feel responsibility if if they're six down. He is and- my seed. <laughs> That's not creepy. Right. <laughs> not at all. Well, well you know, all. actually, uh, we, we've got uh, some friends of ours. Actually, they happen to be uh, soccer parents as well. Uh, and this has absolutely nothing to do with the reference that I'm about to make, but uh, a trump card that they have played on their children more than once was... You came from my balls. Oh, <laughs> and you know it ends just about every. Did their mom say that too? Because that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, she has actually. You've come from my balls. <laughs> you know when. Granted, they're they're farther up in me. <laughs> they're still they're still gonads, whatever you want to yeah, call them. You know, it but it's, it, ovaries. It's, it, it's a trump card, and uh, you know it's it's kind of a humbling one when you realize, oh, ah, boy, I. What do I say to that? I grew you inside me, you little <laughs> shit. <laughs> Very nice. Well, you know, yeah. it's got to be done. No, I, I look forward to the days when, like, Nikita is, I don't know, playing soccer or whether she's, she's. I know, my wife gets angry every time I bring it up. but Or um, she, maybe she plays softball with those other mannish girls. Um, but <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm a terrible human being. Don't quote me. Don't even ignore me. But um, I wouldn't fondle you um, either. No, I mean whatever it is. It could be it could be drama. It could be banned. I just look forward to the days where we get to go see her in whatever it is. Oh yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. Grab a mic. I do not hate soccer. Actually I think soccer is a very beautiful Sport. Yeah. It's I've, been called a beautiful game. But I hate soccer in my life. Yeah. In my childhood. Yes, but if you watch your little girl out there running back and forth, she'd be adorable. But yeah. at the same thing, adorable. I would prefer other sport. Like what? Uh, he, he has very bad. Memory. I'm hoping Which for. Uh, I'm hoping for amateur the curling. Thing, no, the thing is that yeah. the memories I have Ooh, of soccer are bad. I can drink I'm and do bad. it. I'm very bad. There's a local uh, curling uh, league around here too. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but the bad memories you have of soccer, are you going to let that guide your child's life rather than give him up? I'm talking well. about crying. I'm talking about, no, yes. Yeah. It's bad. The memories are bad. This, this might be the opportunity for you to over, overcome those bad memories, though, yeah. and build some new mm-hmm. ones. Build some beautiful Can memories. you know what that's called? The Warpuck. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I'm telling you, as much as as much as I love Copa going to watch Mundial. my son play soccer, watching the little girls play That's... soccer is so much better. Girls are what? fantastic soccer players. They are completely on point. This is making noise. They're focused. They're cunning. They're dirty. They're dastardly, <laughs> and they're rolled I'm up in dick. this sweet little package. <laughs> and that will make me sadder. Yeah. Because once I tried to play soccer, and my dad, you cannot play. You're a girl. Leave. Yeah, but um, and then I see that. Fuck you, father. Yeah, but, but that doesn't have anything to do with soccer. Yeah, no. but your, your dad, your your dad's a cunt and you're not. So <laughs> this could be an entirely That's different true. experience Her dad is for your daughter. Mm. Actually, no. Her dad <laughs> he eclipsed cunt and went to twat. <laughs> he just landed right in twat. <laughs> but. <laughs> it's a joke, honey. It's shtick. It's shtick. I'm trying to bring it back to funny. It's a very Mexican thing to be very macho, and I apologize for moving my mic around. But Stop I feel, doing it! I know. I, I'm, I'm terrible. I am terrible. That's fine. Keep Jeff, you were told no. Just stop it. I, I know. No means no. Yeah, it I does. get it. But no, I, I I look forward to whatever. I, I look forward to sport. Even if she's bad at it, I could care less whether it's sports or band or you know you got to learn drama yeah. or yeah. whatever it is. I, I let, look forward to. You got to let your kid explore all the different things that are available absolutely. to him and see what absolutely. happens. You know, so sometimes things click with him that you don't expect, and you know it's Pilates. Like you gotta, <laughs> well, let's not go crazy here. <laughs> 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 yeah. Competitive giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Sports fishing with chainsaws. Did you, what did you just say? Competitive what? Kegels? Kegels. Oh, I said kegels. Oh, no. Kankles. <laughs> Either way, no. we're just not going to go there. Yeah, How do you make that competitive? <laughs> That's the only thing that... Who are the judges? There's actually a weight competition where women would use their kegel muscles to lift weights off the ground. Yeah. Oh. Just throwing that out there. That's actually a thing. We need to see that. I was about to request from the uh, stenographer that we uh, strike my last comment from the record, but now I'm curious. <laughs> it's an I exercise. I it, it, actually, yeah. friend, Karina, yeah. that actually was, uh, how do you say, the people that dance in water? Oh, the synchronized swimming. Yeah. yeah. She was in synchronized swimming. And now she's going to be in the Olympics. Now she can lift Olympics. weights. Wow. In a very that. unique but way. But one day we were in the swimming pool and she tried oh, to teach I'm me how to do stuff that's really inappropriate. The, the thing. And the first step is, is move your legs and from here to here, your body is out without no, nobody From your waist to your you all the way head. to the top. Impossible. Everything is out except for your legs, which yeah. moves constantly. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah. Exactly. But she's going to be in the Olympics, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. But anyway, so there's actually a Kegel weightlifting thing. Um, it started off with doctors prescribing it for women who could not hold their bowels and has now expanded to a more recreational, like, <laughs> subculture recreational com- competition. And thank like, the doctors cool. for that. because <laughs> like, like roller derby. Yeah. yeah but better. <laughs> I'm picturing Hans and Franz right now as like little. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just imagining this like horribly slender, beautiful woman. But as soon as you get to her hips, 
something goes just different. It goes all. It it's goes all. Like, like it goes that, all. Have you seen that Skittles commercial where they got every everyone in the town has the one big fat, like incredibly muscular arm? No, even the dog. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that? That's what I just imagined. It's just like suddenly, from the, like the inside of her legs down, just <laughs> ripped. Everything else completely normal. So how do they? Is this like a competition? Yeah, you know. Please tell me it's a competition. Please tell me it's a competition <laughs> somewhere, like in the Ukraine or somewhere it awesome. Probably is, and that there are videos. There has it's on the you internet. Know, you, you, yeah. I guarantee it's you. Rule thirty four. If you look long enough, there's porn of it. And which rule is it? If you can't find it, you're kind of obligated to put it on. <laughs> so I think that's rule number one. So what, rule number one. It started off as a uh, as a therapeutic. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. So like okay. the doctors will prescribe these Kegel exercises for women yeah. who have problems with um, you know pissing themselves. Sure. To put it bluntly. Yeah. And so basically, they have to pick up this weight with their Kegel muscles and like hold it to, in order to strengthen it, so they can you know not. Not okay, so how do you, I mean? How much do you know about this? Is it like a? How are they picking Could it up? Could you lose a finger to that? <laughs> what? <laughs> like if you're in there, right? I can't get it out. You're, you, 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 <laughs> you, you know what? That's As, essentially what. Yeah. I've, so I do not actually participate in this sport. <laughs> As I have healthy bowels and I don't just do. Wait, that, wait, so wait, I wait! Can't. Before you continue. Oh yes. my god. I'm, I, I, I just want to reiterate, you're the potential intern now. Come potential? Up, ha- potential? No, she bent done higher. I'm, I'm the Have intern. the correct answer here. Yeah, yeah. You better know. <laughs> Could I lose a finger to that? Unless you've <laughs> got fucking teeth down there. No. Good. So when when I'm safe when bodybuilders do what they do, they get freakishly big and sort of like. So I'm picturing like down there. Oh God, I it's don't like know. I've never investigated that. Like, oh my God, could you imagine <laughs> shit? Cauliflower. <laughs> I mean, a it's, it's cauliflower huge. of all fucking vegetables. You would straight to fucking cauliflower. Well, I bro- you could say broccoli. I don't know. Here, you're the intern. You get Google. He's already googling. I don't give a so, shit. Hey, this is a um, entertaining and mildly disturbing <laughs> okay. at the same time. I can't type this. I, Brandon does not need to be here for you to be. The but intern. I think Mike's That's actually awesome. on the right path here for what we need to talk about, which is what Kegel exercise. If you're having sex with, a I woman, thought it was Kegel. Is it Kegel or Kegel? Kegel. It, I've always it said comes Kegel. Down, it comes down to a preference, really. Yeah. <laughs> it comes down to preference. <laughs> well, I prefer the Russian method so if, compared it, to the British method. Yeah. Vagina weightlifting claims to enhance your <laughs> sex life. Thank you, Google. <laughs> 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 Did you say Chinese? Is, is that is that like clickbait? Like you won't believe what happens next. <laughs> oh, I hate those fucking links. That oh, oh look, my she god, she is those Ukrainian or Russian. Tatiana Kozvenikova. Is she the world champion? <laughs> shows her record-setting vaginal exercise. Oh, okay, yeah. So when those women have babies, do they just basically blast them out? <laughs> it's just rocket powered. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like boom, oh, no. lollipop, lollipop, oh, lolly, lolly, lolly. Yeah, I know. It's about the drugs. With, no, that's <laughs> really what it's about. It's about what hurts. It's not about how hard it is to push or anything. It's about how. Um, narrow? Yeah. We are? Yeah. 
It is like we are like but, bees and we have poo. So, all right, mm, that is what hurts. But it, you know, oh, here it goes. If it, so now we are watching a video of a woman doing yes. Kegel this is insane. Weightlift. Oh, wow. what the? Okay, that's wrong. <laughs> that is. Well, is that's probably about a six pound weight. This looks like an 80s exercise video that's been digitally enhanced to include. You know what, really? The music does not match. What should be over this is. How is uh, she holding on to this? Her kegel muscles. No, I mean, is it attached somehow? And she's, no, no. As she's holding She's it actually in gripping within within herself. With, yes. Yeah. Rick, let me, let me sit over wow. here. Like, I've been fanning a lot of in, ignorance here, but actually, what it is, it's, a, it, it's, it's usually a stainless Let's get physical. It's usually a stainless physical. steel ball attached yeah. to a ring, and then you can then attach whatever weight it is you decide to lift. Okay. So the, the so whole the, goal here is to grab oh, yeah. this ball that's Your inside of you PC. and then lift. Such a cool intern yeah. here. Absolutely. That's just keep next Friday free. You're fine. That's intense. All right, I can do it. Sounds sounds cold. We have multiple conversations going on here. A stainless so, steel ball. A stainless steel ball, which where, where uh, does, makes sense yeah. because I've seen ping pong. Yeah. I've seen matches. Yeah. What else have we seen? I'm usually with you at a strip club, so right, uh, you're the one that drags me loonies and toonies. Loonies and toonies. <laughs> This is generally Canadian. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> and water guns. Water guns. I thought that might be where the list ends. Okay. Yeah. But you you know I mean it, it's a strong muscle. Of course it can lift yeah. anything. I oh mean, yeah. You yeah. know you've got to give it credit. A muscle's you know? a muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know. Sorry. And and God bless the ladies who are out there practicing. And strengthening that muscle because you know I appreciate it all that much more. Yeah, as soon as they can lift two hundred pounds, we're good. Well, I tend to come off the bed, right? <laughs> like if she's on top of me, I come exactly. off the bed. So I yeah. got to think that's just her muscle sucking me up, just picking me up and lifting me. <laughs> it's an act of God. It's aliens. Yes. Does it make sense to strengthen that muscle? He doesn't. I'm not sure why. It- Thousands and thousands of years, and a woman has never strained that muscle. And we have felt sex, we have felt kids. I I don't think that is. I think just because we're now giving it a name and an exercise and all that, I think women were probably strengthening it before. And what does that help? Why does that help? So yeah, that you, my muscle is more strong. So well, number one, it helps so that you don't have incontinence. Yes, you you don't pee yourself on accident. Yeah, that's good. And number two, it does feel good with sex. And number and num and number three, the Kegel muscle is actually a member of the core muscle group, and we all know how important it is to keep a tight core so that you don't have back problems. That's yoga. And uh, like uh, problems uh, with your intestines popping out of your muscle walls. What's that one called? The hernia. Hernia. So yeah, I mean it, there is a lot of importance so, for having that, kegels. That, that is when I, my, my point. It is a medical. Yeah, medical but it, I, I think just, I, I think it's something that's probably been happening since the beginning of man. It's just only recently we decided to put a name to it and create a competition out of it. <laughs> 
And there is actually a competition over in the Eastern Bloc, and no, I, if there I've, are... I've, I've I've witnessed a few of them, and let me say it's impressive. Look a cinder block, really? Fabulous, Kegel Masters. <laughs> Kegel Masters. What is it? Is it say Plabcon? What is it? Uh, Pabcon, C O C. Um, tell me that's a convention because I want to go. It looks like it could be <laughs> at the Kegel Training Center. It's I, called, they call it LabiaCon. There's a Kegel Training Center? Yes, there is. Hopefully, whoever's in charge of PAX is getting the I assume a Kegel ticket. starts with a K, so it's the <laughs> yeah. uh, KTC? Uh, Kegel Training Center? I, would, I don't know. I, I think so. <laughs> I'm just I'm researching. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure. Drink more beer. Okay. So what do we think of the uh, North Fork IPA? We thought it was great last time we had it, and we think it's great now. <laughs> I need more beer, though. Let's try something new that we've never had on the podcast. We've got Absolutely. a lot new here that we, we have not had new. on the podcast. We do have a lot new. I've got the uh, the two that I brought. That both of those are uh, neither neither of those we've had on the podcast before. Absolutely. Which two Absolutely. are the two that you brought? Uh, well, let me go find out. Are you stalling for time? <laughs> Don't stall. Just, Don't stall. Just disorganized. Well, I do see Brandon over there. Are, are, you, are we sure Brandon's not the intern here? <laughs> Brandon is kind of... No, Brandon's not the intern. He's the listener. He's our listener, but... <laughs> the, the small growler is the, uh, is the flyer Irish... We wouldn't hire team. Brandon, please. No. <laughs> he sleeps with me, so he has to do the things I need him to do. We'll start that's with how the big that one. works. Yes, and, it is. And that's how you fish. <laughs> fish. That's a lost reference. Oh. Yeah, it's a lost reference, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass this around. What is this so high alcohol? This is the that... uh, Alpine Wait. Brewing Nelson IPA. This is the Alpine Brewing Nelson IPA. Yeah. Did you just notice that he poured himself the perfect beer for the first time? He's Ever. not pouring. He's not oh, pouring. I wasn't even. I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> it's like for once, for once, we need like dramatic music behind this because that was like. A, yeah. I need the Maggie's. We need something where I start crying because I finally poured something without screwing it up. That's the key. You just don't pay attention. Just, just fucking do it out of the. That could be. You were like looking at the screen. Your hand was over here. <laughs> comes out perfectly. It's like I've got it in me. I just have to let it happen. You know what I mean? It's like the Kegel exercises that I've been trying to get into. It's like the, the beer pouring. <laughs> You've been doing them wrong. You've been doing the Kegel and not the Kegel. Oh, damn. I know, Those I know. Wrong hole. I mean, wrong side. I mean, wrong... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, I hate to interrupt everybody here at the table, but let me say, yeah. Rick... Yeah. Excellent fucking choice. This beer's terrific. Holy mackerel. Jesus. Yeah. Hello, Ness. So this is uh, Alpine Brewing. Have you guys ever heard of them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I've never had. I have. Where Where are they from? Um, Middle of nowhere in Washington, yeah. I believe. Find out. Right. Um, Alpine, California. Oh, wow. Yeah. There we go. There's research. Middle of Washington, <laughs> Middle of Washington California. <laughs> Middle of Washington, California. Ooh, I like that. That... I, it has a really good uh, floral um, floral nose. Like, smell that. Mm-hmm. It is good. You know, it has a funk I, in there that you don't normally associate with IPAs, though. It's a California yeah. funk. Yeah, California funk. We got the funk. <laughs> we got the funk. But it's taste. It's taking that normally dirty water taste and like bending it to like good. Yeah. 
Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, California, it's no, like spending Magneto. water anymore. Just saying. I don't believe they drink water in California. <laughs> they don't have any left. If they had some, they'd probably drink some. I believe it's mostly alcohol and uh, Avion. That's really what they drink in California. <laughs> I could be wrong. I could so, what do you guys think wrong. of this plan that uh, William Shatner proposed? I think he's a what? Just, Have you not heard of it? You heard no, of it. I haven't heard it. Explain. So, there's explain a, to us listeners who haven't heard. Yeah. yeah. So, um, dear Bill Shatner. Our wonderful captain um, has decided that Washington State has way too much fucking water, and that he's going to crowdfund on GoFundMe or whatever crowdsource web thing it was. Yeah, one of those. Sites. Um, to get a third, get thirty billion dollars to build a pipeline along I five to California yeah. from the Columbia River. Because <laughs> goddamn, really, you know the shit falls from the sky, right? How Does much, he not know that? How much was it going to cost? It was gonna thirty billion dollars. Okay. Do you think that they might have 30 billionaires in California who might be able to just kick in a billion dollars each? Yeah, you think? <laughs> Except it's not going to work. And it's yeah. just kind of funny because he was like, well, people were like, well, well what if the hole bursts in the pipe? Well, then yeah. we just have irrigation. No, 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 Shatner. That's not how it works. I love Bill Shatner. If it's a thirty, he's the the perfect. I want to hear him actually propose the idea, though. I want to hear him do it in his style. You know, here maybe we can find the crap. It's just the way. But you've got, you've got enough. What in Washington? I believe it falls from the sky. <laughs> Nicely done. But anyway, so Washington State is also in a state of drought. So Washington State is telling Bill Shatner to go fuck off. But he's that's what I, if if it benefits California, then why are why is everybody paying for it? It's like that's what that's my point about the well, billionaires. The Colorado Colorado River. River. There's no fucking water getting to anywhere yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is unrealistic to begin with, but the idea that every he wants everybody to contribute to it, and it's like, well. Oh, All have, right, Mr. Shatner. You have a few wealthy people in California, I've heard. No, that you know, it's it's an insane plan. It's mm-hmm. that's it's utterly retarded. I haven't done a lot of research on this. Uh, what, so things to consider: uh, water usage in the state of California. Now, California produces an incredible amount of our agricultural resource yeah. for the for the entire country. So. My question is, uh, like how 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 crucial how crucial is this going to be? I mean, my, the knee jerk is, of course, uh, you know, oh, you know, Californians, uh, they're they're wasting all of their water, uh, watering golf courses and filling their swimming pools. But uh, exactly how how crucial is this? Do, do you, does anyone have any idea about how? I, I don't really know, and I'm asking. I to mean, be honest, I haven't read that much about it, but I heard that it was connected to their to almond production. Weirdly enough, I don't know how almonds are produced. If it uses a lot of water, but apparently it does. I believe I don't know. they grow on trees. <laughs> All right. So, does anyone? It's want a to planet hear where almonds grow on trees William and Shatter's fertilized California by bees. <laughs> what? Oh, you sound a little bit like George Takei there. He could have. Uh... <laughs> Maybe I, did. Well, I love George Takei. I can't do George. Takei. I don't know if this is the actual Kickstarter, but I'm hoping it is. No, this is Think Geek. This is geek.com. Right? That's right, Net or geek.org. It's on Fox. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Just what all of our listeners are tuning in for us to play clips from other people. Yeah, why not? I think we could just simply... I have a 
a drinking problem. <laughs> I have a drinking problem. No shit. And I'm clever. <laughs> have we legalized this yet? Because <laughs> I just smoked a bunch of water. <laughs> You know, as relaxed as he is, I got to imagine there's somebody sitting behind him massaging his prostate gland. <laughs> you know, there's always. Uh, you know what I picture? I picture a hermaphroditic dwarf right behind him, just fist right in there, just grabbing. Dressed like Spock. God, oh, I froze on the perhaps, picture. Look, he's got a quarter up his butt. Yeah. So William Shatter, did he come up with this idea on his own, or is he like a spokesman for some? No, no, this is his own fucking idea because he's so a he's fucking just, genius, apparently. He's just, just come up. No, with because that. he's William Shatner. <laughs> William Shatner. He's William Shatner. Uh, but you know, you know, I mean, Brandon, Brandon brought up a brilliant point, which is, yeah, let's feel yeah. bad for the Californians because they need water. A bunch yeah. of fucking yahoos, anyways. <laughs> but they really do produce a lot of the uh, groceries right, right. that we go and buy. You know, if I go to the, if I go I to believe, the store and I buy an onion, it yeah. might come from California. Yeah, it's easy to write off Californians as a bunch of fucktards, right? Because that's what you see a lot of that. But they do, you know, the state is very important. So if 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 there were a way to share water with them, sure, we would do it. But I think I think this idea is kind of you know you know what the better idea, but it's irrigation. (laughs) (laughs) Only if it springs a leak. (laughs) (laughs) We must feed the almonds. Oh Jesus! We must feed the almonds. If if we've got the water, why don't we just grow it here? Fuck California. Well, I, I think you need the right environment to grow to yeah. grow stuff, right? I mean, well, you yeah. can't really do it. Can't it's do it in a swamp, right? Can't uh, do it in the Washington swamp, uh, the rainforest. Yeah. So, I think simply what Washington needs to tell Mr. Shatner and California, yeah, is we need that water to make our beer. <laughs> <laughs> and guess although, what? We will sell that beer to you. We will send some we will to Alpine, that California. Beer. What? We'll send some to Alpine, California, so they can absolutely make absolutely. Right? No, this yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. This right. is great yeah. beer. So, so. Alpine, we've got to send something to Alpine. Russian yeah. River, of course, is going to get some. Yeah, and then the fine. Hey, let's let's go ahead and just the fine send folks a, in Chico. We got to give them some. We'll send a little. Chico's getting we'll some. Send, we'll Sierra send one Nevada. of the big uh, uh, water bottles to William Shatner. You know, because we want to we want to keep him around. And he said he's got a drinking problem. So he does have a drinking problem. <laughs> he needs to come up here so we can lovingly. He can hang out watching. You know what we could do? We We could get a glass, much like I'm drinking out of now, a nice little pounder. If we can get a giant nipple over the glass, (laughs) and then he could just suck away. It'd be beautiful. It'd be genius. It'd be awesome. I like that. I think think it'd be beautiful. And I I thought that was absolutely (laughs) and fucking hilarious that William Shatner really wants to pump our water, well, the water that is in this state, Two, and I'm not, I, I said our my my water is so much better than your water, but well, that's considering what you know it is. only half the states in a drought, anyways. I mean, Washington's got water to spare, right? Yeah. But half the state, you sure. just mean the other side of the mountains? Because yeah, it's care. the other side of the mountains where our hops grow. Let me just that's point true. that out. There's lots of wine there from. too. Yeah, and yeah. our wine and our yeah. onions. What else do we grow? Apples. We grow apples and cherries. Yeah, but you know where we ship all that stuff. Mexico, because I, I remember going to Mexico and seeing. Because yeah. you go to the, here, right, and you see the Washington State apples, or you know, they're nice size apples, or 
They're nice apples, eh? I'm going to be from BC now. They're pretty nice apples, but you go down to Mexico, they have these Washington State apples. They're like this fucking big. <laughs> they are gargantuan and juicy and absolutely fucking perfect. Mind you, uh, Jeff is showing us the size of a like small a, watermelon. Yeah. That's the size of those apples. Exactly. And it's absolutely amazing what they get in Mexico for Washington apples compared to what we get here in Washington. Yeah. Poor Washington apples. We get those little sad little galas. Look at that! Look at that little gala. There. We, we get the shit show apples. Exactly. We get we get the gru- the, the runt delicious. apples is yeah. what we get here in Washington and our for our own apples. But fuck you, those apples are still good, right? Yeah. yeah. Even the runts are delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have absolutely. the watermelon size one. I don't need it. <laughs> but they're absolutely me- beautiful and they look great. So if Californians could produce watermelon size apples. <laughs> We would send them water. That's that's your challenge, <laughs> William Shatner. Produce some big, giant ass fucking apples, and we will send you water. Sure, sure, apples. Organically, no. though. <laughs> Organically, that's how Washington takes their fucking apples. That's right. <laughs> oh no, we use all kinds of pesticides and yeah, yeah, yeah. But the hippies want migrant them. workers and pet. make them live in shacks yeah, and shit. We seem to have a, a fair number of hippies who won't who want it. Organic and gluten free, as a matter of fact. Gluten free. Oh, they're also dairy free as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah For those yeah. who just can't. Oh, yeah, I know because so, it's very difficult. On the, on the subject of gluten free. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead. What Charge. <laughs> gluten free. Yeah, my uh, wife needs to get it on the gluten free. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Obviously, it's been uh, a, it's been a very uh, prevalent trend, and uh, you know, I I certainly know my fair share of friends who have have decided that uh, it's it's the way to go. Uh, no, I've I've. Re- I've read recently, and I guess not too recently, within the last six months, that uh, the fellow who originally came upon the uh, the this this dynamic uh, the 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 gluten sensitivity—it's not true celiac disorder, but uh, the 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 sensitivity where it affects one's well-being, eating gluten, uh, has done some studies. That he's continued to do studies, and that now he's he's rescinding his original judgment. He's saying uh, maybe I wasn't entirely correct. He's he's putting his ego aside, and he's saying um, I was wrong. There really isn't a true sensitivity. Uh, have has have you guys ever talked with anyone known known anyone who's uh, done done the gluten free thing and uh, said, uh, "Oh, wow! This really makes a huge difference." I have I have uh, talked to a number of people that claim that it makes a huge difference, and I, and and I do know that personally that if I intake large amounts of gluten, I tend to want to go to sleep. But it could be that I intake large amounts of gluten, and maybe I just have eaten too much, and yeah. I need to take a nap. Well, the thing is, is that gluten yeah. is sugar. So if you're eating large amounts of gluten, you're eating large amounts of sugar, and I'm sugar sorry. is going to make anyone crash. Yeah. Duh. It's moderation, guys. Gluten's good for you. Moderation. Well, I, and gluten is in things 
like uh, what? Like bread and noodles. Noodles. Pasta. Basically, these beer. These, 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 beer. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Wait, beer makes me go to sleep. Yes, it I'm does. Sorry. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Cakes, that's true. But yeah. and and I remember when me and my wife first got together and, and, and when we moved here and, and she kept saying bread is bad for you and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Bread is good for you, but bread is good. No, bread is fattening. And bread is something yeah. that if you eat too much, yes, it's gonna make you feel not very good. Right. And that's the problem is with the American diet, we are heavy gluten or bread or noodle or no, really car- we're a carb carbohydrates in general. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Which is a, a small amount of the actual food that you might nah, consume. Yeah. Yeah. Tortilla, tortillas, but nearly all, it, not nearly. It's all corn, but it's like no, 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 gluten. Yeah. Gluten's like anything yeah. else. Yeah, but yeah. gluten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But gluten is like any. I mean, it's like any other any other component to food or or an element in food. If mm-hmm. you if you in moderation, it's fine. Exactly in moderation. But yeah. our American culture and in within our diets, it's it's all we consume. Yeah, yeah. we're a well, food centric yeah. nation. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because, no, I think most nations are food centric in a way. Because if you ever go to uh, okay, France, so if you ever we, go to Italy, they are very or Mexico is very we, proud of their food. We overindulge yeah. and then don't go to the gym. Exactly. There you and, go. And yeah. oh, I go to I the fucking am gym. I'm horribly all the time. guilty yeah. of exactly that. And I love bread. I could sit down and eat an entire loaf. Of you go down to Avenue Bread, oh I can pick God. up a fucking loaf There's of the rosemary. Dough. Yes, and Colorado just Avenue. consume the whole fucking can thing. I, can I yeah. say something? That's important. When I came here, you you love cookies. Cookies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. loves their cookies. Yeah. Okay. But my mom could buy a, a cookie. You know the Oreos. Let's put the Oreo things. Cookies. And you know the little ones. Yeah. And they could last two weeks in my house. Oh, it's a cookie. Okay. Bye. It's a cookie. <laughs> the only I came here. No. Buying cookies means that that thing is for a day. And that I was amazed how you guys look. Cookies. Cookies are delicious. Just throw yeah, that one no, out there. I'm amazed we, uh, that there's any question about this. <laughs> it's not that we don't like cookies, but we know that a cookie is just one cookie. Yeah. Or else it's one cookie. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, I, there's I, I no... In, in American English, there's no phrase, one cookie. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't exist. <laughs> we don't do that. very bizarre. And I don't yeah. like to talk about... Have one you noticed their cookie singular. thing? And she told me, they finish the whole cookie thing in a day. Yeah. I talk in my mom and my house. Yeah. It lasted two weeks. And she told me, it's the same in my house. Mm-hmm. So... I'm sorry. It is the way that you is the excess. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It it really always boils down to that. When you have yeah, you have anything in in food, fat, sugar, anything. It's always the excess. It's always the yeah. You know, that's exactly what. Yeah. And that, that's the biggest problem with the American diet. Yeah. Is is the excess? Yeah. I but mean, if you go, if you go. Uh, I understand in in our town in in this wonderful town of Bellingham, we're we're very much foodies. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of foodies. Um, so when you go to some place, you don't value the amount of food you get. You value you value the quality of the food you get. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. But most places within the United States, it's about the amount of food you get. Right. 
and that's the problem with places like uh, the OG and um, uh, uh, just any industrial uh, uh, food services, food services of America. Olive to, Olive Garden, yes. I wasn't going to mention their name, but I'm going to mention their name now. Olive Garden. <laughs> um, or whether it's Red Robin or Olive Garden or any of these industrial uh, giant corporation complexes that just serve this incredible amount of food, which yeah. almost all of it is filler. Right, right, and all of it is 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 gluten or or some sort of substitute. There, it's starch. It's mm-hmm. something that's going to be make you fucking fat. Yeah, and it's usually yeah. deep fried. Yeah. So I mean that that's really the biggest problem with our and myself. Look at me. I have man tits for the first time <laughs> in my life, and I fucking hate it. <laughs> I like them, Jeff. But so <laughs> for me, the whole gluten thing comes at a funny time because I about four years ago. For for whatever reason, I got it in my head that I wanted to to make a loaf of bread at home, and I this was the tip of the iceberg for me because I I made a loaf of bread and I was like, oh my god, I I love doing this, and I started oh and fresh making, baked bread is the oh best yeah shit. I was doing I started doing all kinds of breads at home, and it just became a thing I love to do it. I don't know what it is, I just love doing it, and for me, you know, it's a I, lifestyle choice. <laughs> don't judge me, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but, I really got into it. I really like baking at home, and 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 uh, I've spent a lot of time on trying to understand, you know, working with dough and understanding all the nuances. As of, a fan of, how of your you, dough, it's been yeah. in my mouth several times. <laughs> Good, I'm glad to hear it's that. Fucking amazing. Making but, um, bread is both an art and a science. Yeah, there's a lot to it, it is, and it, I've, there's I've, a whole chemistry behind it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But I've spent a lot of time reading about it and trying to understand what I'm doing, you know, when I'm doing it. And it's just a it's just a thing I do on the side as a hobby. But you know, I've encountered the the stuff the stuff about gluten. You know, it says you want to develop the gluten when you're when you're creating the dough. And for me, that was like that was kind of magical when I when I'm reading about this. I'm like, this is the stuff that really gives the springiness to the bread and gives it a real gives it a real chewy the toughness. Yeah, yeah, it's the stuff you want to develop. And so. Four or five years ago, I'm reading about this stuff, and I'm thinking, "Wow, I got to really figure out how to how to develop this more gluten, gluten in my bread." Yeah, and meanwhile, <laughs> online, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this. Uh, I'm seeing this wave. It's an anti-gluten thing happening online. And I'm like, "The fuck is wrong with you people? This is amazing." It's like you should be celebrating this this gluten stuff. And it's like I understand. Yeah. There's some people with the. The, what's the disease? The, uh, celiac. Celiac. That's fine. Okay, I have a. It's a real thing. Yeah, it, that's true. But that's a rarity. The the people who are reacting against it, it oh, it almost pisses me off. It's like it's it's, it's an the same amazing thing as thing. peanuts on an airplane. It's like yeah. Oh, one yeah, percent of the population yeah, yeah. is judging whether an airplane should have peanuts on it. Or yeah. Something. Right. Right. Well, but for me at least, it's, it was kind of a it was kind of an amazing thing, and it to watch people. Go on this weird bandwagon against gluten, right. while I'm discovering that it's like this this awesome thing that's make that, that makes the bread that I'm making at home amazing. It's just weird. I, I feel like I'm going one way, and the rest of the world's going the other direction. And well, it, it just, but you're not the only one. I mean, yeah. you you ask a, any number of people. Yeah. You know what? What is your visceral reaction yeah. to fresh baked bread? Yeah. And the vast majority of people you talk to, I mean. <laughs> it, it's. I, I think it's pretty universal. I mean, you walk into a room with fresh baked bread. Oh, it's crazy! Yeah. It, you just have this little moment. It's like a. It's like a mental, like a psych, 
It's like, oh, just and smelling. It's a it meltdown. You, it, but you, you stop thinking for a moment. You're like, Ugh. oh. So just taking the opposite end of that. Yeah. If you if you have if you've committed yourself Glorified. to the idea that gluten is something that is going to make you feel bad. Yeah. Uh, you, I mean, you can convince yourself of anything. I mean, the oh, yeah, the, yeah. the psychosomatic. Uh, it, it's not a placebo. In fact, this fellow who did the studies. Uh, I'm not sure if he coined the term, but he referred to it as a nocebo, and that and that is the idea that people actually report cases of uh, experiencing uh, sickness that they uh, develop from being in close proximity to things like wind turbines. Oh Jesus Christ! But yeah. uh, this the same holds true for gluten. <laughs> That it's, that's because they're watching them go around. And around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to feel kind of sick but, watching this thing go around, man. I just but I mean, it, doesn't it, it? It it doesn't. It makes sense. Yeah. If yeah. if you're thinking day in and day out, gluten is something that is going to make me feel bad. Yeah. I mean, I've read so much about it. I mean, it's it it's saturated our media. If you've convinced yourself of that, why would it yes. not make you feel bad? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, belief is nine tenths of reality. And it's funny how quickly it's funny how quickly big businesses have jumped on the gluten free thing. Like everything's labeled gluten free nowadays, and it's the stupid crap too. Like you'll see, we've actually seen some things. What? Oh, I can't think of it right now. But the, uh, you know, it's it, you. Wait, I'm waiting for the point where fruits and vegetables will be labeled as gluten free. You know, it's like, oh really? Really? Yeah. yeah. I had a vegetable that frozen. Was yeah. Yes, That's awesome. No, no shit. Well, I I have something to say about about what they're saying about the gluten thing. Yeah. Um, where it came from. And the GMOs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know it's people here that think GMOs are bad for you. Yeah. Okay. When GMOs are not. Yeah. GMOs has been. With us, for a long time, it doesn't matter. But when it came into public, is where this Monsanto thing that is evil and is bad. And it, well, you're talking really about two different things, though. No, you, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about two different things, because when GMOs came to to light, is when Monsanto became evil and people tried to. Take them out. You, you mm. got to differ- no, no, no. You got to differentiate the two. No, the thing is, I differentiate. People in the internet did did not. Okay. When we talk about GMOs that existed in our in human history's past, you talk about. Are you a pro- scientist? I, I'm not a scientist. But do you know how do do they work? Do you have the the, the potential yeah, to tell me how they are and what they're not? I, because I do not. I do know that Monsanto is genetic. Evil. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they are evil. Because they have very bad right. uh, practices. Uh, the science of Monsanto, I do not know. Do you? I, I can't speak are, to Are it. you a scientist? I am not a scientist, We're, but I can tell you exactly where you're going. News. I know. I like this. I, I, I love it. Exactly actually. where you're going is Monsanto is genetically modifying <laughs> fruits and vegetables. Like all the work have done since the dawn. 
No, no. And, oh, and, yeah. And that's, and that's where you're exactly wrong. Okay. Because in the past, when we gen- genetically modified... In the past, what are you calling past? In the past... 200 years? No, maybe a thousand years ago. When we, when we turned grass into corn... We uh-huh. genetically modified it through breeding, not okay. through scientific engineering at a molecular level. Uh, so we didn't what have we're the doing science. now is actually more awesome. We're not talking about gluten. No, <laughs> we're talking about something more awesome. I'm so <laughs> something that saved people I am from cat starving. Food. I am's cat food. It's made from people. Awesome. Anyway, I'm not I was talking wondering, about the science. I was wondering why it tasted so good. Anyway, I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a mistake. I don't want to talk about it. No, no, no. We're just being goofy. But yes, um, I understand what you guys are are arguing about. And um, honestly, I agree with my wife. I don't think there's really anything terrible about the, no, the so-called no, quote-unquote Franken food. But yeah, but here's here's yes, the thing. Here's yes, the thing. Okay. A lot. A lot I of. What I was trying to say yeah. is when I'm trying to say about the gluten-free thing. Yeah. Something that you read. Yeah. And you believe it, and it's fine to believe it. Yeah. And it's fine, but you have to inform yourself. Right. And it's the same thing with the GMOs. Yeah. They start to blah, 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 and, and you have to believe it, but then inform yourself. And the more I, I try to, mm-hmm. to look for it, the yeah. more that I saw that it was just a campaign against Monsanto. Yeah. And that is not right. No, it is right because they are no, assholes. They, 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 no, no, no. But it is not right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, but it is not right. Against, maybe GMOs is the wrong science, vector to go after ra- Monsanto. For science, but for science they suck. Do not, for science, do not yeah. deserve that. Yeah. Because the science that they made yeah. has saved millions of people. Monsanto has they've tried also to, killed millions has tried of people. To, it does, has, it they've tried to patent seeds. Well, the, not the GMOs. Their after, business practices have probably killed millions yeah. of people. Yes. Yeah. Their business practices have certainly killed And that's Monsanto, of not the science. And that's what I'm trying to say. Monsanto, science. And that is what I'm trying to separate. Yeah. And that is what is very harmful. Yeah. The science is a beautiful thing. I think it's the, hard the, to want If I, I own a science and I make it evil, yeah. I, I don't know how to explain this in a way that makes sense. Well, the thing is, a lot of people online, like if you're looking online on Facebook and things like that, you're going to get the sense that there's a lot of people out there who are anti-GMO. But, exactly. But they're not. Here's the thing, though. It's like, For me, I think I'm pretty typical of what you would find on of, of online. It gets frequently twisted as being anti-GMO when it's really just a... Against the I just I would like to see it labeled, but I don't really care myself if I'm eating genetically modified stuff. Okay. I don't really care. It I doesn't bother even... me, but I don't see the problem with labeling it. And so a lot of people, what they do is they to go after people like that, they will say, well, you're anti-science. You don't really understand you know, the whole process of, of modifying foods, and so you're an idiot. And so they they cast the whole thing aside. But it's very difficult to di- difficult to label it. Why? Because it's a process. Yeah. It's not an ingredient. Well, I've heard that argument before. But I mean, here's the thing: that when you create <laughs> when you create foods on the same equipment that peanuts are created on, that's also a process, and they don't have a problem it, labeling it will that. Be like milk. When you yeah. how, how do you say when the, it, it becomes pasteurized? Pasteurized. Yeah, yeah that's a pasteurized process. Milk. 
Yeah. It's, it's labeled? We label all kinds of processes. Yeah. So it's not really, it doesn't, I've, I've heard that discussion before too, but it's not really, it comes down to the fact that it's not so much a process as they're talking about the ingredients in something that are genetically modified. It's a, it's so. a process. But, but it doesn't matter. But we label processes. Time, I don't we label know processes also. Yeah. Um, it will be very interesting. I find it very funny, know. though. Here's the thing. The, and I don't want to sound like a, a conspiracy theorist, but You're big companies. <laughs> wow, you know what you sound like? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're with them, aren't you? <laughs> no, um, I think it's very funny that the anti gluten thing comes along and all these big food companies have no problem labeling that they're anti gluten or that they don't contain gluten. Or that they remove gluten. But as soon as the genetically modified thing comes along, they fight it tooth and nail. So it's like, what's the problem? If it's not a big deal, why do you have a, why do you have a problem labeling the genetically modified stuff? Just label it and I'll shop at the fucking co-op. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't, because I don't it's very shit. difficult. It's very difficult because of that. Mm-hmm. Because it's not an ingredient. You know why it's fucking difficult? It's because the grains of <laughs> corn that blow over from the GMO corn sometimes blow over into the pure... Corn, and then you got to go. Well, where does this fucking corn come from? And there's a very there. There's a difference between crossbreeding right, corn. All right. I'm going to interrupt your first world problems and move first on world to problems. Uh, some. Uh, I think Ray Albert a song about that. Way to protect yeah. your wife. From, <laughs> no, I I agree with her, and it, that really isn't here nor there. It's I believe the whole GMO gluten. That's Deuce a very bag. first world fucking problem. And yeah. if you go anywhere else on the planet with 75% of the human race, no one can give a fuck what anyone's opinion is about fucking GMOs <laughs> or gluten or whatever. They're just trying to fucking survive and feed their fucking family. Yeah. End of fucking story. I'm sorry, but the GMO thing is just bullshit to me. I, I, whatever. Perhaps. Oh maybe- my God, it's not even open. I know. Maybe we could send all the third world nations our extra gluten that we don't want to eat. There you go. There you go. No, it is not. No, we didn't no, say that. Not. But you know what we're about to imbibe into ourselves? What's that? Ground control to Major um, it's Ground Control by uh, Ninkasi, 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 Ninkasi Brewing Company. What is it? Um, out of, uh, I believe, where are, they at? where are they located exactly, sir? I know you've been there. I think it's uh, Eugene. Eugene, it? Oregon. Eugene, yeah. Oregon. I've been there. It's one of the most boring places on the planet. I bet you, <laughs> but- you didn't know that the Federal Public Defender of Oregon has an office in Eugene, Oregon. I bet they do. And you know what happened? I believe Ninkasi was part of a uh, a kind of a co-op. And they sent some... uh, What is this? Yeast. I'm I'm going to quote this box. This box. Seven years. Should I do this in my movie voice? Yes. Seven years after we started brewing in Oregon... (laughs) We decided the sky was not the limit. One year, two rockets, and countless lab hours later, we successfully launched a payload of brewer's yeast into outer space. Really? With the help of rocket scientists. Very general, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) After much awaited return to Earth. I did send one of those Estes rockets into space myself. I am a rocket scientist. 
No shit. Nice. Science is real. Uh, the mission of creating space beer is now complete. There we go. Very nice. Jamie Floyd and Nikos Ridge, uh, founders of the Ninkasi Brewing Company. Hmm. And uh, we're about to imbibe their imperial stout brewed with Oregon hazelnuts, star anise, cocoa nibs, and yeast, ale yeast sent into space. Sir, this shit doesn't get me high. Fuck Ninkasi. You know what that box is? I want to see a disclaimer here first. What? Mm. Next weekend is Mike's birthday. Happy Mike's birthday! Mike's birthday. Aww. We're going to have a it birthday cast. It should be cast. a special party. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a birthday cast. It'll be good. We're going to get him shithoused. It's all good. <gasps> that, that will be an order of business we'll discuss off Mike. But we, it, it is something <laughs> it that we do need to discuss Mike's birthday. <laughs> I need a gavel. Or at least you did right then. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a beautiful box. We haven't tried the beer Absolutely yet because we've box. all still got the last Alpine Brewing IPA. Yeah, this, this Alpine Brewing. I'm sorry. I would give this probably a 3.5. What do you think? What do you think over there? Solid four for me. I'd give it a four. Yeah? I like it a lot. 3.87933. Oh, I love it. <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm changing mine to 3.964. No, not 965. What she fails to recognize is the intern doesn't get a vote. <laughs> No, notice I didn't say a thing. <laughs> I don't care. No, I think but, I think the intern definitely gets a vote. But yeah. it just counts but for like that one vote tenth. sucked, so she needs to do it again. You know, uh, <laughs> as far as the ground control is concerned, we haven't even opened the bottle yet, and I give the marketing a four. <laughs> I, I know, yeah, the marketing. Yeah, that's a very plus cool box. Five to uh, let's buy this. Um, I, I don't. I, I I just saw this actually yesterday. Why I are there no lightsabers on the box? Lucas has rights in Kitsu yeah, for it would be like sue me all over the box. <laughs> Although Lucas doesn't have the rights anymore, he sold those things. Oh, Disney's right. which to Disney, the who is jerk. the most <gasps> fucking horrible company? You guys talk about Monsanto or whatever the fuck it's called. Disney number two you know on what? that fucking list. I don't want to sound like a, a hopeless, ridiculous, pathetic Star Wars fanboy, but. If, oh, oh, oh. Every There's time you star- sit down, every time Spaceship. you every time you Spaceship sit down, the box. every time you sit down to a Star Wars movie, you see the Lucasfilm logo. Yep. Then you see the 20th Century Fox logo. Yeah. Then you see the long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. If I see the Disney logo, you're going that, to see the Disney logo. <laughs> no, I'm dude. not going to see the Disney yeah. logo. Okay, so no, it's going to be it's going to be the castle. It's going to be the castle. Yeah, that it's gonna be that it's gonna be that. Yeah, that's right. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, 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 and then and then and then the Death Star comes floating in and zaps the Dude, shit out yeah. of it. No, <laughs> no, that would be fucking awesome. That's something Abrams it. would fucking do if, if they the did chance. that. Then I would accept it. Oh, cool. One Star Wars fan to another, yeah. I will cover your eyes for you when that <laughs> pops up. <laughs> I will take you up on that. Would you come? Oh, would we're you? also having a Christmas Star Wars party. <laughs> okay. And would you come with me to The Force Awakens and sit I will. behind me? I will. I'll sit right no, behind you. we're all going you. to The Force Awakens. <laughs> and I'll be like, shh, it's okay. It's, gonna, it's all going to be okay. Um, You're going to be fine. Um, I just discovered a new podcast. I just want to share this podcast with What's everyone. That? It's What's called uh, Table Reads. And essentially what this group of actors slash comedians do, and they're absolutely fucking amazing and they're genius and they're funny as hell, Mm -hmm. what they do is take uh, scripts that were never made and were people tried to make in Hollywood and then read them at a table read, like they do for any movie. Well, they did 
Star Wars, Episode oh. Seven. What was it? Darkness or no? Uh, uh, the the Dark Force Rises or something? It was just the most terrible the thing. Dark Knight Rises. Ooh. Something something to that effect. <laughs> yeah. And I just listened to the first part of it. It's a two parter, and yeah. they're about two hours a piece. And these people sit down, but they read it in the most ridiculous fucking. But what way. what is that? Is that a real script? Yeah, it was part. a real script. I haven't listened By to the second who? part where J.J. Abrams, yeah. who helped write the script along with George Lucas, yeah. tried to write the script. Yeah. Whoa. Oh. I had never heard of this before. So there was a there was a first draft of of the seven It's movie? George Lucas. There's always a first draft. Yeah, no, this is this was a draft. <laughs> also known as the final draft. Yeah, this was <laughs> a draft. And the refinal. And the refinal. Probably final. before um, they, uh, Disney went, okay, we need to just... Not include Lucas on this. Well, or whatever heard... they whatever they decided to do. Yeah, I don't know what they decided to do, but the, the premise is this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course, they take it and they they take artistic license with the script. Yeah. Okay, you have to remember that number one. Yeah. The table reads are absolutely hilarious, and they do all their different voices. And I've heard some of the voices on cartoons yeah. and things like this. Yeah. And uh, please go to table reads and listen to this stuff. Uh, it's reads. absolutely fucking amazing. Okay. Um, but uh, the premise is essentially uh, the Imperials are trying to. Um, now that Lucas started like this academy for Jedi, the uh, the the Imperials are trying to convince this Senate that the the new Senate Senate that the uh, the the Jedi are actually the evil ones, and it, it's just the absolutely horrible script. <laughs> and <laughs> You just have to listen to it. Yeah. So this is this Lucas? Is this George Lucas's okay. first draft? Though I mean, I don't. Seriously? I honestly don't know. You'd have to listen to the podcast again. Okay. I was at work, okay. so I was a little distracted. Table so. reads. Okay. I'll. But I'll table check reads. That out. Go read it. Open uh, ground control. Let's talk about it a little more. There's spaceships and shit because yeah. we all love spaceships. Spaceships. I do I have like. To go follow my daughter. I like spaceships and vibrators. What's your favorite spaceship in in movies? Um, not the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, me either. Um, favorite spaceship? You go. You were yeah. really putting me on the spot here. Yeah, uh, I would probably go with the Robotech, uh, the the first generation, the one that turned into the fighter. What the fuck are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. You didn't watch Robotech? No, I didn't. I did. <laughs> you did. So what's your, what's your favorite? Oh yeah, I have to get on mic. But what's your favorite spaceship? There is a mic in front of you, intern. Please move toward it. <laughs> Hi. There you go. Hey. So what's your favorite spaceship in, in movies, cartoons? In movies and cartoons. Whatever. Yeah. That's going to have to be Serenity. Duh. Oh, that would have been that my shit. pick. That was my oh, pick. fuck you. <laughs> oh, fucking Serenity. Oh, man. And then also pretty much love... I'm, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I have to go next with the Millennium Falcon because... Yeah. Um, Harrison Ford, Han Solo, whoever you want to, Indiana Jones, even kind of my my girlhood crush, always and forever. He is in his seventies and still smoking. Just saying. No, I'm not buying that because I saw, I seen him in a video and his boobs were bouncing. I was like, that's fucking. Nuts. Well, that's why you put a shirt on him. It's okay. <laughs> you put a shirt on him and you think of Han Solo with old man tit that bounces while he speaks. <laughs> Dude, go to the gym. Dude. Can... Schwarzenegger's boobs don't bounce when he talks. Are you serious? Whoa. Have you seen him? They can... Have you seen him recently? Yeah. Have you seen him in the new Terminator? Holy shit, that poor His guy. His boobs don't bounce when he talks. They can yeah, digitally they change, you know, they can digitally edit that out. 
So, yeah. Which is what I'll expect that we'll yeah. see in actual Star Wars. Because yeah. I've seen the clip where he walks out and I go, oh, he looks real handsome. And then I've seen the clip yeah. of him afterwards, like in real life, yeah. with the bouncing old man boob. And I thought, <laughs> if you look half as good as Dude. Harrison Ford does when you're that age, call me. We'll, we'll see. We'll if judge. I- if I look half as good as Harrison Ford when I'm that age, I'll probably not call you. I'll call somebody, but I'll not call you. <laughs> do you think they're? Do you think they'll make another Indiana Jones movie? Actually, they're talking about it. They've casted really? um, Chris. Oh God, uh, he played Star Lord. Chris. Uh, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah, he's been yeah. cast as Indiana Jones. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah. Can't imagine. Well, I guess. I guess at some point, Indiana Jones can become like James Bond, yeah. where other he actors will has. play him. Yeah, he turns into a franchise, and they. Yeah. Just, well, it's either that or Shia LaBeouf. Um, no, I don't see that. I don't well, no, see because that at he all. was Harrison for, or he was Indiana Jones' kid. So it's yeah. either we went with Shia LaBeouf, or we turned him into James Bond, and now he's Chris Pratt, which I am so happy about. <laughs> Speaking of fangirling, no fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they don't care about our actor. Yeah. Hmm? My kids don't even know who the fuck Harrison Ford is. There's they something wrong with your kids. Knew who Arnold Schwarzenegger you was. You really need to put them up for adoption, Mike. I've, I've told <laughs> you. <laughs> so this beer is phenomenal, by the way. There is there is a whole oh generation God. of kids that have grown up and are expect yeah. when they go into a restaurant oh, to hear, do you have any food allergies? Yeah. yeah. I just, I just but they don't know who the fuck Schwarzenegger or Harrison Ford is. <laughs> <laughs> this week I was in Portland and at three separate restaurants that I went into, the opening line was, do you have any food allergies we should know about? Really? Yeah. Wait, who asks that? What the fuck? Uh, Portland, Oregon. I think we, we got asked that once. Well, that's Portland. That's not. That's that's Portland. That's weird, though. It's I mean, Portland. Portland. It's is on weird. the menus. Seriously, read the menus in Portland. Fucking yeah. hilarious. So, as what? I said, and that's we were weird. talking. He, this guy, and this guy, and I were talking about Portland and the podcast. And I was referencing Portland as having really no vibe. It has no as as Mike might reference a car has no soul. It really doesn't have a personality, much like a lot of other places. It's je ne sais quales. Yeah, je ne sais quales. <laughs> and it, 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 there's parts of Portland that are just absolutely amazing, but they don't make a whole. That's what's weird about Portland. It doesn't make, The people are kind of uniformed in their uh, uh, hip storian kind of way. Hip um, But <laughs> I think I just invented a word. But yeah, it's, it's, they're very his, hipster like in their in their vibe but the city itself it's is very wannabe. disjointed it's, a it's, wannabe. it's not, not even a wannabe i don't i don't think it's a wannabe i think i think there is something there's a soul there but it's in just bits and pieces throughout the city it's very disjointed as far as the city is concerned i've lived in san francisco i've been to many cities throughout the world and it is one of the few cities where it's, there's just not a lot of personality in most yeah, of the city. True, but you true. go to small sections of the city, mm-hmm. and there's immense personality. You go to you go to Voodoo Donuts, there's awesomeness. And then around the corner, you can go to this the the the, the, what, the World Market, which was very mm-hmm. cool. But you have to walk 16 blocks, and there's just void. There's nothing. So it comes down to: Do you want your person? 
personality in the city spread out evenly across the entire city? Kind of, wanted yeah. Little no, pockets I, in more um, intense. One of my one of my greatest references in the places that I've lived is uh, San Francisco. San Francisco is one of those towns where no matter where you go, you're going to find something yeah. that is so San Francisco. What about Mexico City? It, it's it's. But Mexico yeah, I, don't, city I don't think it's much... fair to compare any city to San Francisco because yeah, it's got it's got its own. I mean, it's yeah. like a whole other yeah. world. Sounds like you left your heart. No, but <laughs> I, I, Seattle. Uh, okay, well, well, how about we compare it to Seattle? It's the closest okay. reference. Yeah, and he just went to the bathroom because we just made him shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm talking about Mike at this point, the yeah. fifth Mike, not the four in front of us. He's but having a drunken tussle. He's, I did myself have a drunken tussle <laughs> right, right, right after I had to tuck my little girl down to bed. She was very cute. Anyway, oh, so cute. Precious. Mexico City has that exactly what I'm talking about. It has much like Seattle. You go anywhere in Seattle, you're going to find a nook or a cranny that has something that has a Seattle vibe that has. Thank you. Yeah. It, See, this it, is why we hired you. It has a um, it has a cohesive it, quality. Exactly. Exactly. The the personality is thread throughout the streets and yeah. through even in the homeless. You go to Seattle, the homeless are just as Seattle as the local bar or the whiskey bar or. Or the bar, uh, the what, what's the restaurant called? The uh, the grill of Ipanema, the grill in right. Ipanema, whatever the, the it doesn't matter, whatever it is, the pink door, you're you're gonna find Seattle. I did not find that. I don't find that in Portland. I really don't find that in Portland. And the well, Mexico City, I find that everywhere. Mexico City is one of those strange cities. It's Mexico City for me. It doesn't. That doesn't matter. It's it's about the city. The city lives and breathes. Cities do live and breathe, and I don't see that in Portland. I see dead areas in Portland, and I don't feel it. In in of course we were downtown. Maybe that's just downtown. Maybe the outskirts are where it's at. I don't know because like Alberta Street was absolutely amazing. Maybe that maybe that quality is. It's lack of cohesive quality. It's individuality. That there are so many individual pockets no, no, no. that. No, every, you know, yeah. the, th- the thing about Portland is every neighborhood has its own center. It's like. Yeah. It's, 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 District. It, yeah. It's no. like. It, Absolutely. It's a city. That's exactly what cities are. But, but unlike cities that I, I, I speak of and that I know that where you talk about this cohesiveness, Portland has this. Every neighborhood is its own little city with its own little it's tiny soul. Yeah. Every yeah. every district is distinctly different. You can go to the Piedmont, Montanaville, downtown. The Pearl, even be, the difference between downtown and the Pearl District, and then Chinatown, which is half a block away. Each little zone feels different and self-contained. And I think I think what it is 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 Portland is this place that has reimagined itself within the last ten years, mm-hmm. and is still kind of regrowing, right? Whereas a lot of where a lot of cities have already become I can, mature, I can see that, yeah. a San Francisco or a Seattle or a Detroit or a Chicago have over time already become themselves. I think Portland went so far and then stopped. And they went no. Let's do it over again. Let's let's fucking reboot. And they're in the middle of their reboot right now, trying to figure it out. So you, what you're saying, it's a city in the midst of reinventing oneself. Exactly. Itself. They're young. They're they're young again. Because Portland's much older than even Seattle. So. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. But I think they went so far, and then they just did a fucking redo. They decided they weren't good enough, 
And mm-hmm. now, within the last ten years, it's like let's let's figure out what we want to be. Let's let's do it over again. But I, no, I I, 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 I understand where you're coming from. But um, my thing about uh, and what you said was there's little pockets of of that uh, that or districts exactly that kind of are themselves a soul and San Francisco is the epitome of that San Francisco has Japantown Chinatown Koreatown it has sunny uh, sunny uh, sunny valley or whatever it's called it, it, there and then there's the beach areas and then there's the Alcatraz area there's there's so many there's so many little pockets all around San Francisco, Russian Hill, and and it it's a beautiful place. And each one of those places has its own little personality. Yes, exactly. But it still speaks San Francisco. And, it still is. It they all seem part of the same organism. Ha, ha, and and the, the my problem with with Portland was all of those pockets were disjointed. They did weren't part of the same organism. No, and, and you are no, you're not wrong. The, the thing that San Francisco has, and having visited San Francisco a few times, yeah. San Francisco has had the history to make those cohesive units. Oh, absolutely. These pockets that we're talking about in Portland are all starting over new. They, they don't have the glue in between them anymore. They're rebuilding the glue. Like, there, there was a neighborhood where I went and I went to this restaurant called Tanuki, and there was a, a oh, yeah. bar. That looked good, by the way. And we went there, and it was, it was a great meal. There were some problems with it, but the, here was a neighborhood that had suddenly become something completely different than it was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Five years ago, this was a shithole little neighborhood where people went and did their grocery shopping. Now there's booming. There was a, there was a bar called Roscoe that had 30 taps. That were, it was kind of like an Elizabeth station where they were all fantastic taps. And then you have Tanuki, a half a block down where you can't even fucking find it because they hide themselves underneath all of these little different uh, signs. You think it's a derelict building, and it's not. Nice. Um, and then there was bars down the street that were just opening and blossoming. All these neighborhoods are reinventing themselves. The glue has not formed yet. These, these, mm. these neighborhoods are all new again with people moving into them and rejuvenating them. They want to call it gentrification, but it's not necessarily gentrification. It's fucking... Adding a soul to these places that were dead, and that's also a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely, that is a beautiful thing, and and uh, the way you describe it, you've just you turned me back on to to fucking Portland. I that's that's they they let's buy a neighborhood and we'll make our own fucking. They need neighborhood. time to mature, and and you know, and the maturity time for a neighborhood like that in a city like that, it's not ten years because they've already gone ten years into this re- reimagining. Ain't? Uh, they might need another ten. They might need another twenty before there's a glue and a foundation where you can actually go to Portland and you can get this sense of a cohesiveness. They're, they're mm-hmm. still they're still brand new. They feel like babies when you walk in there. It does. It does kind of feel like. Every, it, and you're right. Everything it, it is it brand does feel new. Like that. Yeah. Everything is brand new in Portland. Even this old neighborhood, right? This neighborhood was dead five years ago. If you had walked into this neighborhood, and you could tell because you could see in between the derelict buildings where they were bringing in new businesses. <laughs> That they're rebuilding it because it was a very Portland was very poor ten years ago. Portland was super poor, and now there's this rejuvenation going on. And that rejuvenation is really uh, driven by this reimagination. It's drawn in some really brilliant minds. Oh, absolutely! Are, are interested in civic planning? Are interested in redesigning uh, everything about the city? The, hmm. They they really are on the cutting edge on the west coast as far as uh, uh, creating um, creating self sustaining uh, buildings self self sustaining uh, infrastructure. It is. They are 
they're, they're wor- working really hard towards again, uh, becoming a, a standard for the future. They're, there's, there is a ton of potential in the city. Uh, there's a lot of construction so, going on, which is what I noticed when we stayed there a few, couple of weeks ago. Uh, it, there was a lot of construction going on. And there's a lot of people on the streets, and I must admit, Portland has the cleanest ho- homeless population I've ever seen. The least it, annoying, too. They never ask you for money. That's all I did was get asked for money while I was there. <laughs> but, but I also got free beer, so that kind of balanced out. <laughs> but, but but no one no one offered uh, yes he does no one offered sure. you heroin. What? No one offered you heroin. No one offered me heroin. Not since the '90s has anyone offered me heroin in Portland. <laughs> so I remember because I used to take the bus and or drive up and down I five back in the '90s, and every time I stopped in Portland, the motherfucker offered me heroin. I know. I would I call that a win. <laughs> I would call that a win. It's probably. I don't know if I'd call it a win. It was still when I had hair. Maybe that's what it's about. If you're bald, you're not a heroin user. Well, Maybe obviously, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> could be. So uh, lots of homeless. We've we've mm. now poured ourselves this um, Ninkasi. I, I have not even dared yeah. to drink ground control <laughs> imperial stout, which also is from Oregon. ground control imperial. It it is a really good stout. Yeah. Um, the alcohol level is severely balanced. Like I thought it was going to be sky high, yeah. and it's really high. It's but 10. but they fucking balance oh. it with the flavor. Like you don't even you, you, it doesn't assault you that alcohol level. I know it's there. Wow. I know I shouldn't be drinking this because I'm already too drunk. I'm I'm an alcoholic, and all I've been doing is sniffing this. So <laughs> brewed with. Of course, I, I spent the first ten minutes of this podcast smelling my microphone. So. It says brewed with Oregon a- hazelnuts, star anise. Cocoa nibs and ale yeast sent into space. It's really yes. well balanced. The yeast was literally sent into space, <laughs> and I mean literally, not like millennials would say it, yeah. but literally, it's literally, literally, how you should say literally. So what? <laughs> but I think they failed on the first attempt, if I remember, because I was watching it on Facebook, and I think right. the first attempt failed. I think it died or something, or there was a problem with the rocket. The second attempt, they got it right. Yeah. Otherwise, we might have had this beer a year earlier. Yeah. What, what do they mean by they send it into space? Can you explain this? That's what I want to... I mean, are they, is it a joke? Is it like an in-joke? Or do they actually somehow manage to get them sent into space? <laughs> well, we... Yeah. Too bad we didn't have an intern who should be looking this stuff up already. You guys already. know what to do. See, here's the thing about It's a learning interns. process, motherfucker. I'm a professional intern outside this podcast, and usually <laughs> interns get told what to do. So you guys just need to do your jobs better. That's how that works. No, 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 yep, yep, no, yep, no. Yep, Welcome yep. to the wild world of entertainment. That, that, so if you need to read here, everyone's mind, here's the thing though. That yeah. might be the difference between a good intern and an intern. Good intern fucking anticipates what dick. we want. It's don't be a dick. You know, every day is don't be a dick day. <laughs> every day, every day. Is now you sound like my wife. <laughs> even your birthday. <laughs> you can't even be a dick on your birthday. I'm a fucking no. On my birthday. What's the point of having a fucking birthday if you can't be a? You could dick have a dick on, on your birthday. <laughs> You can't be a dick on your birthday. Jeff, Jeff can I have a dick for my birthday? <laughs> that would be either the worst or the best gift ever. I'm not sure which. I'm not sure if I'm just holding it weird. But uh, yeah, this is... Um, I. What do you guys think in terms of the one to five rating? What do you think about it? Three and a half, four. I don't know. I sure. haven't drank any of it yet. Really? I just keep sniffing it. He, yeah, exactly. So there's a PDF for the ground control Ninkasi space program. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's legit. So wow. Let's take a peek. 
Control fact sheet. All right. Is it when they say it goes into space? Do they mean they just? No. Well, I can read it to you if you if you're very curious. Do they just get it high and let let it listen? We could wait for the intern, or I could just tell you that it actually did go into space with yeah, uh, all over the country like NASA. Whoa. Yeah. NASA. I finally drank it. Sorry. (laughs) NASA is trying to get out of the business of creating rocket ships that go into space, right? Like budget cuts and all this. Virgin is on the uh, edge of virgining into space. Exactly. So we've got all these independent uh, businesses that are trying to create spaceships. Well, yay, independent business. Ninkasi sent their yeast with one of these independent companies into space, and it did literally make it into space. Oh yes, but I, I'm wondering about the science of it. Does it really change what the yeast became, or I mean, it's probably go back and forth until it, it sounds weird. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, it, it went into space. That's all that matters. Yes, it went into space. It went, it, well, yeah, no, but that's not all that matters. So, I want to know if if does that improve the yeast? Is it super? Conduct the yeast? Well, I guess that's for us to decide. Was there mm. nanites that entered the yeast and made it more well, yeastful? Maybe it is that it's different yeah. kinds of energy that we can use. Gamma rays. Well, I'll, well, I'll mm. tell you what. Hulked. I, I, I bought one of these beers a couple of weeks ago, and I have it sitting in the... I have yeah. it sitting in my closet right now, and yeah. uh, I say we, uh, it just we hold there. off on making a judgment on exactly what this wheeze... Weast, yeast Weast. does. <laughs> oh wow! I I think I just may have an idea of what this yeast does. <laughs> but uh, I I figure we might age it and uh, revisit this question around uh, Black Friday. I don't Boom. know if it'll be this Boom. Black Friday Boom. or Boom. next Black Friday, but yeah. uh, or you know, ten I, Black Fridays from now. <laughs> I, th- I think we ought to check back on this beer. Yeah. Find out. Uh, find out what it's. Uh, what it's got to offer us, and um, yeah. maybe we can re- revisit this. I like that idea. Because no, uh, it's, it's it, as, as it is, I I do agree. It's a damn fine beer. Yeah, but I think it's got a lot of potential because it's really sweet. It's really dark. Holy shit! All the original these... gravity on this is immense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you, you know, it's a space too? beer, Jeff. There's no gravity. <laughs> so, I'm going to do this just once. In fact. <laughs> Oh, In damn. fact, the grading, the gravity rating on this is Sandra Bullock. <laughs> for our, for uh, best our, joke of the night. For our other listener out there, since I'm here and I, I've been called hey, the listener Dave. before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dave. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? But uh, Jeff, be- Jeff, this Jeff here uh, did get uh, Rick with the uh, box that the beer came in. <laughs> I apologize. Jeff if I heard smacked you. me with his box <laughs> right in the noggin. <laughs> Jeff got me with his ground box. control to Rick Anderson. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow! Right in the noggin. <laughs> I apologize wow. if I injured you in any way. No, that's okay. When you I was fucking in, uh, killed my Bowie, by the way. When well, I was you in killed what Bowie? My little Bowie bone is just it you injured it. When I was in what? seventh grade. <laughs> I want to know what that means. <laughs> Sorry, he was in seventh grade. Let's continue that. <laughs> Let's keep going down that rabbit hole. I want to hear seventh grade. When you. I was in seventh grade, there was a kid. We were in a mechanical what is it called? The uh, mechanical drawing class? Yeah, mechanical drawing, which yeah, is yeah, technically yeah. kind of this weird introductory class yeah. to drawing what do you call it? Architecture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, I was in this, and this kid in the back of the class was pissing me off. He kept saying things to me, smart, smart ass things to me, and it made me really angry. And I went back, and I knocked him out of his off his seat. You know, he had the like the little. It was almost like bar stools that you sat on, right? The tall, the tall, the tall uh, yeah. stools. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah with yeah, a yeah. table that like uh, yeah. was angular. Yeah. Yeah. I went back. I pushed this kid off I had the, the seat. Same class, mm-hmm. by the way. I pushed the kid I off the seat, and I said, "I go, oops!" Right as he fell on the ground. He had a T-square. He knew I was going to do this. I was going to do something. He had the T-square in his hand. You know what that is, right? Oh, yeah. The stick with the little... He brought the thing down on my head right here and slam like really hard. And I remember standing there and he goes, oops, right? (laughs) Except I'm like spraying blood all over the class. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. As you should be. And I remember I'm standing there. As one does. I'm standing there, and the entire class is completely staring at me in stunned silence. And I'm like, why is everybody staring at me? What is going on right now? And the teacher is like walking toward me very fast. (laughs) And I remember I, I reached up. I was like, what? What's going on? And I looked, and my entire hand was just covered in blood. And I was like, uh, <laughs> this is not good. You didn't turn around and go, high five. Yeah. <laughs> it was a terrible so, joke. Don't like it. <laughs> no, I like it. Well, speaking from experience, uh, the, the head doesn't have a whole heck of a lot of nerves right on the surface. Yeah. Lots of blood vessels. Yes. <laughs> I discovered that. that. I didn't feel. Nerves. I didn't feel when he hit me. Yeah, but yeah, the effect was was uh, definite. You know, the blood spraying all over the place. Yeah, definitely happens. I've had yeah. that a couple of times. I have. <laughs> if, I'm sure if you inspected my bald scalp, you'd find several wounds and scars of old. Yeah, and uh, one of them was when I was a similar situation. Yeah, not that old. Yeah. Uh, I think we might have been about eleven or twelve years old. We're around a pond. Pond, man-made pond. It was a runoff area, not an Amy pond. <laughs> not an Amy pond. Was it a golden Amy, pond? Amy it was pond. not on Golden Pond. <laughs> okay. It it was just this area that was full of rocks and everything. And Wait, it wasn't a golden shower either. It wasn't. Unfortunately, that was later. That's another story for another time. <laughs> um, but uh, I remember being with some quote-unquote friends yeah. that used to kind of pick on me a little bit. And uh, this is before I became six foot yada da da. And uh, this kid just goes, Rock fight! And I turn to look where he's at, and I oh. see this projectile coming right at my face. It hits oh. me right in the third fucking eye. Just oh, shit. whack! And uh, of course, it throws my head back a little bit because he's <laughs> probably about, you know, like five, six meters away. And, and I'm like, What the? Fuck? And I'm wearing the, my big giant. Plastic. What, what was the stuff they used in the like eight seventies and eighties? It was like that turtle shell, <laughs> fucking reframed yeah. glasses yeah, oh, that yeah. were just bigger than my face. So <laughs> ah, I look <laughs> terrible, terrible. By the way, and, and it, it just boom, it hits me in the head, and then I start yelling at him. But then all of a sudden, a sheet of red goes over my glasses, <laughs> and of course, me being like a 11 years old or whatever I was. <gasps> <laughs> I just scream because you're right in between that point where you're a child 
and not so much a child anymore, but enough of a child where you start screaming at the top of your lungs. And everyone around me, all I'm seeing is a sheet of red just come down my glasses. <laughs> and, and finally, the, the kid that threw the rock goes, oh, shit, and runs. Mm-hmm. Two of his friends run. One of my friends, the only friend I had at the time, of obviously in that group, was like, oh, Jeff, you're bleeding. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. I would have never known. Good eye, buddy. (laughs) So he takes me back to my parents' house. and uh, I injured myself so much when I was a kid that that particular incident. And I'm sorry to interrupt, but nobody said, get Jeff a tampon or anything. You're bleeding (laughs) profusely. No, And and it's not a tampon or a maxi pad or a fucking (laughs) Band-Aid. Not until I got home. And then, yeah, the, the the towels came out, and my parents screaming and yelling and ranting and raving. But this wow. is part of kind of part of the story. I injured myself so much when I was a kid. Yeah. My rap sheet at the hospital was like this thick, <laughs> <laughs> and I went to about six or seven inches on that one. People, you had a rap sheet at the hospital. I had a rap sheet at the hospital, <laughs> and just I, laying in the in the in the hospital room with the kid next to him. What's you in for? <laughs> Pretty much. No, I'm in for a rock fight. <laughs> oh, yeah, that happened to me last week. <laughs> How old are you, 27? Um, but, uh, no, I went I went to the... My rap sheet was so big, we went to the hospital. They yeah. pulled my parents aside and started questioning them. them yeah. As if they were abusing me. And then they started questioning me, Ooh. and I'm like... <laughs> They threw a rock in the head. I I bled, and all I saw was red. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, they they found no fault with my parents at all. But it was just, it was absolutely amazing to me. And of course, my dad, all he can talk about from here now is I got to hold a flap of your skin up while they cleaned out the wound on your head. (laughs) Oh. Oh, man. I was a uh, I was the kid. I have a similar story, except I was the kid throwing the rock. You're a dick. <laughs> was a kid. Yeah, he was a no, 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 no. the bully. There was a kid. There was a kid off of his chair because he was talking shit about me. Oh, you talk shit about me, you get you get pushed off. I talk shit about you all the time. Yeah, boy, man, I I'm gonna push you off your fucking chair someday, man. No, you know, you just have to wait. I'll fall off. You know, Rick, from the the moment I met you, oh man, yeah, definitely a bully. You could tell I was Um, kind of a yeah, kind of a bully. But no, there was the kid when I was about five years old or so. It's like one of these stupid childhood arguments. The kid next door, we were arguing about something. I don't even remember what the fuck it was, but we were just yelling at each other. You know, we were angry at each other for something. And it was the stupidest. Thing. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing. We were each in our own yard yelling at each other. And I remember I picked up a rock, big, big. I didn't throw it directly at him. What I did was I hurled it way up in the air. Right? And it was like an early version of Angry Birds. It was like, is this the right <laughs> angle and speed to get <laughs> the analog version of Angry Birds? Oh, yeah, except I did it just right. And the oh, fucking no. rock, the fucking, this huge rock, probably, you know, size of a grapefruit, 
came right down on this kid's head. From and you, you look at his forehead, oh, and yeah. he's throwing a rock and he's saying yeah. it's huge. Oh. You know it's got to be huge. And I'm standing Did there he watching. Just like <laughs> no, I'm standing there watching, and I see blood just suddenly come down out of his hair. Oh no! All down his face. I'm like, oh, oh shit! I'm gonna go in now. Bye. <laughs> I ran into my house, and needless to say. <laughs> Well, here's the here's the lesson that the rest of the world needs to learn. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> no, I, I get, hey, all you bicyclists in Bellingham, don't call me names. Don't call me names in mechanical drawing class. Right, right. Don't yell at me from ne- from the yard next door. And yeah, don't get in front of me on your fucking bike, Bellingham. I, I can ca- calculate trajectories on the fly, bitch. <laughs> It's really funny because I can still remember that moment. I think each of us had that little moment of, holy shit, that actually. <laughs> I did have that moment. Yeah. Can I can I tell the story? I'm Go sure ahead. I told yeah, you yeah. all the story, but this yeah. is probably the first time I've told it on the podcast. Yeah. When I was, must have been 10, 11 years old again. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe younger, maybe older. I don't remember. Yeah. I just remember a friend of mine got... A, um, I don't know what, they called it a water balloon catapult. It took three people to operate this catapult. Okay. Okay. It took two people on either end and one person pulling the balloon back. (laughs) And there was a kid we used to pick on, speaking of a bully. Um, We've all been bullied. We've all been bullied. Um, It's kind of a balanced thing. Sorry, millennials. Yeah, it happens. Um, but uh, um, I'm not talking to you particularly. Just, you're fine. You're what? fine. No, yeah. I'm, I'm a bully. But I know you've made me cry on several occasions. Um, but uh, um, but uh, um, <laughs> there was this kid we used to kind of pick on. He was he was one of our quote unquote friends, but he was that friend yeah. that you. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's always you one. know when you're a kid, you always have that friend, and if, yeah. they, if you've never had that friend. You were that friend. <laughs> so it's kind of like if you can't sorry, spot guys. the guy in the room, you're sorry. that guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yep. But um, <laughs> we, we wanted to practice with our catapult. Me and my buddy uh, Joe and and uh, friend number two. Um, <laughs> I don't remember his name, Aww. but uh, it doesn't matter. These we we took we took the catapult. <laughs> And we knew our friend down the street. And this is like a block and a half away. Yeah. A block and a half away, this kid was mowing his lawn. And we got just a bunch of water balloons, and we practiced. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like... And, oh, miss. It was like Battleship. We had to get it just right. And eventually, we heard from down the street. And it was one of those lawnmowers where you had to grasp the handle yeah. and you had to squeeze them together and once you released it was like a safety yeah. that the lawnmower would stop and we pulled and we pulled and we pulled boom we hit that and yeah. and all we hear is chunk the lawnmower stops <laughs> what the hell from like a block and a half away we bombarded him until we hit him and then we of course we Oh, took off geez. into the house. 
And it's something we did several times, yeah. probably. But oh, oh my god! Yeah, it was a giant fucking catapult, and yeah. it, it was seriously these what? tubes that what? had the thing. And yeah, I, I I can testify. We had the exact same did thing. <laughs> yeah, we we took a giant funnel, like the biggest one that we could find at the uh, auto parts store. Yeah. We attached uh, what was it? Probably six. Lengths of uh, rubber surgical tubing. That's and, basically uh, what this was. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a three person catapult. We called it the funnelator. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we 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 did all sorts of things to uh, bully people. We, we got ours taken away. <laughs> we, we, we didn't get ours taken away, but we were threatened by a lawyer once. Uh, we'd been playing Dungeons and Dragons all night, and uh, someone forgot about four o'clock in the morning. My parents the, always told me it was evil. Yeah, take it the is, pasta off the uh, the uh, the stove. We were yeah. fixing spaghetti really early in the morning, <laughs> and uh, we way overcooked the uh, spaghetti. <sighs> and then we decided that we were just going to throw it in the refrigerator. Worry about it later. Well, we were inspired about the time the sun came up after we'd finished playing for the night that uh, we were going to do something with with the spaghetti, and there happened to be a golf course nearby. So uh, we, uh, we, we pulled up alongside the road near the golf course. We never actually crossed over onto the private property, but we fired a couple of uh, salvos onto a green uh, Sunday morning at approximately uh, 8, 30, 9 o'clock in the morning. And uh, we, we received some Clear! very incoming, very stern admonishments from a fellow who claimed to be a uh, local lawyer. Uh, yeah. Concerning our uh, our behavior, <laughs> but let me tell you, uh, lawyers over- be getting uppity. <laughs> overcooked <laughs> pasta has remarkably good uh, aerial. I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, well, it, it remained. It it, it, it had really good integrity right until it hit the green. And, really? Yeah, that, that's pretty much it, Jeff. <laughs> I bet it looked beautiful sailing through the air, though. <laughs> it really did. I'm nice. sure it was poetic. It was it was a poem flying through the air oh, at some right. point. That's Just, right. There was some slow motion action. <laughs> you know, while we're talking about po- poetry, though, I, yeah. I'd like to just point Emotion. out that that uh, during the last the recording of the last episode, there was a, a big thing that we actually missed. What's that? And I know that our third wasn't here during the recording of the last episode. It was you, me, so that's Jeff and Mike. But we had Dave and not Rick. Yeah. But what we failed to because if you acknowledge if you combine Dave and Rick, it makes a dick. So yeah. right. you don't want that. <laughs> what we failed or to acknowledge rave. is that <laughs> even though we haven't, you know, I know we're building to our fiftieth episode. We want to have this grand fiftieth episode. Absolutely. Yeah, what absolutely. we failed to acknowledge is that we have been recording now for one year. That's oh yeah, true. yeah. The That's day true. our the, anniversary, the actual day our first you guys recorded was the day that we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the day. Every the time first, we get together, the first party. release was the was the one year anniversary that you guys were here recording. That was a that was the anniversary. And it was a release. Was it? Yeah. Was yeah. It the, that was the anniversary when that was Dave the first. Was here? That was the first episode we put out. Hey, last Dave, week. you hear that? You were here on our first anniversary, yeah. baby. Yeah. And as you guys will will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't remember. And and as you will remember, uh, on our first no. First episode, we don't remember much. I don't remember. 
But what we did do is we called Wander Brewing, who was just coming into their own at the time, <laughs> that's right? That's true. That's true. Yeah. And they have come out with their special one-year anniversary brew, which yeah. is a barrel-aged global mutt. Yay, Wander! Oh, that I was believe on our we were first. probably the first human beings to drunk dial Wander. <laughs> you, you think so? We might I almost think that's be, a first. We might even be the only. So yeah, you hold your tongue, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and we also have an invitation to another podcast. The Movie Jerks have invited us to, I know. to come on to their podcast okay. and talk movies. So in... Yay, movies. Speaking of movies... I'd like to ask for a, a moment of silence so we can commemorate the first episode correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, I look good. The most satisfying thing about this image is the fact that you are probably reading this in Morgan Freeman's voice. It's amazing, this phenomenon. Just by simply seeing a picture of someone, your brain instantly makes a connection to the most memorable thing about them. While there could be anything in the world written on this image, and in your brain, it would sound amazing. Because you have Morgan Freeman narrating it. Titty sprinkles. Yeah! There we go! Titty sprinkles. You love me some titty sprinkles. In the morning, I like to put titty sprinkles on my pancakes. And when my friends aren't looking, I like to snort them up my nose. Doesn't matter what color. Blue, green, red, purple. I even like rainbow-colored titty sprinkles. I've even taken a bath in titty sprinkles. It's hard to wash off, though. But why would you want to? Everybody wants to smell like titty sprinkles. Mmm. That's the good there stuff. There it is. Yeah. That's the picture from our first podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, there we go. There was a little yes. flashback. Thank you. A little flashback. Happy anniversary so, again. So happy yeah. anniversary to us and happy anniversary to Wander. Yeah. I think we should... Drink this this special yes, I think that barrel age global mutt and enjoy that and then oh yeah 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 happy happy birthday to both of us <laughs> absolutely absolutely yay. yay don't sound too excited there Rick. <laughs> yay Rick Defarian over here <laughs> are you happy or are you just a zombie we don't know. <laughs> Like well, you guys did you say I died in the oh, last right. episode and that okay. I would be coming back to life. So, Yes, your resurrection has that's come right. true. By the way, um, the ground control, yeah. that's, um, that's a four and a half right there. I would give it a five, actually. I'm that's a, it a five. four and a half. That's a solid four and a half, probably a five. Yeah, I will it, not hit you with the box so, again. I think that's a festive beer. I, I'm oh. really excited to uh, see what it tastes like in another six, nine months. I bet yeah. it would be even better. So this is the uh, what is this the global mutt? What, what was global uh, mutt? This is the, no, the global mutt that Doesn't is make sense. They're uh, <laughs> barrel aged, and I believe it was whiskey <laughs> barrels, but uh, bourbon oh, okay. barrels. Yeah, boyben, uh, boyben, which is a whiskey. That is a whiskey. Wow. It's a boyben whiskey. Wow. And and we just came from have another. We, have, we just came from another stout, so yeah. it'll be interesting to to drink these. Side, uh, was that a stout or an, a porter? The uh, it was an imperial was a, stout. It was an imperial stout. Yeah, and and I think they classify global mutt as a Baltic porter? Porter. Baltic porter. Porter. It's a Baltic porter. Yeah. Kind of the kind of the same families, but you know the difference between a porter and a stout really is 
uh, comes down to the complexity of flavors where you would expect a stout to like be a little less flavorful, maybe not as many notes. Not necessarily. I think it's just a little heavier on the back end. Yeah. This is hands down my favorite beer ever. The by Global Mount. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's really good stuff. Holy shit! I can smell the bourbon. In wow. It. Yeah. This is in. This yeah. is good. Yeah. We for a while we're frequenting Wander and checking on the barrel aged Baltic porters, just watching them in the corner, making sure they were okay, tucking them in at night. <laughs> I've been every waiting, night. Every night, yeah, I've been rush. waiting for this beer. Reading for, them a story. Oh yes, well we're best friends. Night, night, night ninja. Mm. Go to Mexico, you need a couple wow, of this is uh, a. <coughs> yeah, mu- the beer. Barrel aged global mud, Imperial Baltic Porter Brew. Yeah, I know craft beering in Mexico is taking off, and I really don't want to go there. It was taking off before. Wow. Yeah, there was there was several breweries, but there was not. There was like two. Yeah. And I remember who they were, but I doubt they exist I anymore. Uh, wow. But <coughs> Still smelling the mic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this. God, right now it's really big. It's really big. What yeah. is? What's a oh, craft beer in, in Mexico. Oh, I thought you said bud. <laughs> I was like, no. no, no <laughs> oh, you know what's funny is I went into no, the no, station. No, no, no. The thing is, I was... I, I dated before yeah, Jeff. I dated course. the guy that had the brewery in Mexico. Oh, that was what? the biggest one. Who that did what? Has the bigger brewery in yeah. Mexico? Oh. And it was the first one that did it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's that was my old. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But anyway, right now it's a I've big thing there. in Mexico, and I didn't know. Yeah. You know I went not. into internet, and my friends said, hey, it's a big thing, and I didn't know. Hmm. So when we go to Mexico, it will be very fine to him have a podcast yeah. in Mexico about that. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't no, I'll take my equipment people, with uh, not him, but somebody else, to this talk is... about it. This is the woodiest. And also, no. something interversial beer, like my bro, my sister. I've had woodier. Right. I can't remember which beer it was. It was another Yeah, but this one really reminds me of the. Uh, okay, I'm going to go back to when I was a kid again. Um, uh, when when I was a kid, we used to go to uh, Clear Lake. Mm-hmm. Anybody know where Clear Lake is? No. No. It's right next to Big Lake. No, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. He said no. That nobody swim- knows where it is. Remember the swimming hole? You remember the <laughs> swimming place where you'd have to go in and? Oh, sure, I do. Yeah, yeah. The, this this beer, just tasting it and smelling it, reminds me of the wooden docks and just diving into the water and having the water in my mouth and. It just, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's taking me. If this beer is taking me back to my childhood. Wow. If only the be- the water was so good. <laughs> this is this is a really phenomenal beer. This is an amazing fucking beer. Good rem- job, Wander. I remember being down at the brewery and uh, sitting at the table yeah, right just... next to where they had all the uh, all the barrels no, piled up. That's right when we were checking the... on them and tucking them to bed at night. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Uh, J- Chad and Colleen actually came over. And I was talking with Chad. And he was so enthusiastic about this beer. I, I, I asked him, I said, are those, are those oak barrels over there? He said, oh, yeah. And I, I got to talking with him. He was, oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's all uh, global mud in there. And we, we just bottled them, uh, just barreled them last weekend. And uh, I've got no idea what, what to expect. But uh, I've got a feeling it's going to be good. 
Yeah. And I have, I have to agree. <laughs> yeah. It, it's That's terrific. Awesome. It's amazing. I think, you, you know, we talked about this this earlier. You know, and I don't want to jump and I don't want to diss on, on uh, the shoots brewing. But this beer is every bit as good as the Abyss. I mean, it's not as yeah. aged. Like, generally, when yeah. we drink the Abyss, oh, yeah. it's been aged for a year. Yeah. You put this motherfucker in the closet and we, we drink it a year from now, it is fucking a phenomenal. Just like the Abyss is. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. a local brewery, yeah, I can brewery see like Wander, this is a terrific oh, beer. Man, yeah. No, yeah. Wander has an incredible future good. ahead of him. I really yeah. do believe yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is they really do. good. As long as they don't the sell out the to Bush, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> Elysian, because I'm still butthurt about that. Yeah, you're I think you're not. The, yeah, I think we right. all are, but I still enjoy the uh, super fuzz. Yeah, they're, they're still pretty good. They haven't completely Space changed dust. their recipe Space yet. Dust, like, amazing stuff. I do have Elysian beers here and there, and I haven't noticed any major changes like I noticed with Red Hook. You won't. So. You won't for at least in probably another year. About a year, and then it's going to go into. Sh- I, I don't know. I don't know, don't know, but I would guess it would take about that long before the hooks about a get year. in. But, but yeah, about a year. I mean, I mean, this will just open up opportunities for other microbreweries to just really expand and get attention because Elysian was kind of a focal point in Seattle. Now that Elysian's out with Bush, all the locals are just kind of going out to Capitol Hill and outside of Seattle looking for that nice new microbrewery. So hopefully this because will be. They're no longer micro. They're going to be yeah. going to the Fremonts and uh, you know everything else that's in Seattle. I mean, there's a ton yeah. of good beer coming out of Seattle. Yeah, yeah there not, is. Not like Fremont Bell. is amazing, by the yeah. way. Really good. Yeah. Really good. Silver City. Silver oh, yeah. City. Silver City is really good. Really good. And remember when they, they they started to first like really get open opening up and they're starting to put things on their shelves. Um, my roommate's from Silver City, so she was super stoked about it, and that's all we would drink for a month yeah. and just. You know, drinking their beers over the last year, two years, it's just been—they're really improving. They make so a really good quickly. red ale. Yeah, they make a really good red ale. The scotch is really good. The scotch is is they're, up they're there. Like, the scotch is going to be in the top five of scotches. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yep. absolutely. It's just yeah. absolutely amazing. But unlike the Atari, right? Like the Atari is a system that we think <laughs> of. Well, we're at an hour fifty-three right now. Segway. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking yeah. it's going to be a segue. To the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Because I think I you think and I so. have a lot to say about Atari. Yeah, and a little this, too much to say. The so movie maybe. we watched, which was Atari, game over. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll uh, you and I will rewatch that, and Mike can uh, catch up. Yeah, I'm sorry. But <laughs> I was trying to build but, that. I was trying to build that segue but, in about 15 minutes ago. Uh, no, okay. and, and but we finally, you were finally able to just wrench that in. It's like yeah. hurting um, cats yeah. in this group. By the way, speaking yeah. of movies, can you give us your interpretation of Frank? Frank? Because we've already talked about it. I'd like to hear your... I want to hear I, George I, really is- I, I feel like it was... You guys were... I think you guys hit it on the head with the, that it was... Uh, I think the person who wrote that was aware of Sid Barrett's life story. There were a lot of parallels to it. Um it, it struck me as a you Floyd fan. You think Sid fan. Barrett had a mental illness before? Yeah, he... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you listen to the songs that he wrote prior to him going crazy, or you know, when people identified him as as kind of going off the rails, yeah, they're they're weird. They're like you listen to him and you're like, what? The f-? I don't even like the small furry fact. creatures and no, that was that was later Pink Floyd. This was yeah, he, I thought so. Uh, a really good example of something that he wrote that would that will go back and find a, a song by Pink Floyd called Bike. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the lyrics literally sound. I mean, they sound kind of funny. You listen to them, you think, "Oh, whoever wrote this was being funny," but it can also be interpreted as someone who's having like a mental breakdown because it's just, you know, I've got a bike. You can ride it if you like. Yeah. It's got a basket, a bell that rings, and things and make it look good. I'll buy mm-hmm. it for you if you if you. I mean, yeah. it's just the craziest shit. It's yeah. weird. And it's been and, years since I heard that. Man. Yeah, and it kind of goes down. You feel like you're going on some sort of weird trip with somebody who's losing their mind. Let's hope so. Yeah, and I think I think he really was. I think he had like mental issues, and then I think the drugs sort of pushed him over the edge. Yeah, and it just kind of just kind of well. he had that predisposition. Yeah. and it, given yeah. the right environment, maybe he he might not have developed those issues that he did, but yeah. uh, as, as it was, uh, he, he ended up, uh, <laughs> he ended up slipping a little, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I saw a lot of parallels with, uh, you know, um, like the, the guys in Pink Floyd had a, had a problem early on. They were like, well, God, he's so brilliant, but we, he's ruining everything that we do. Like they got invited to go on American bandstand. And, um, this is a famous incident. Um, Sid put some stuff up in his up in his hair. He mixed up a bunch of uh, like pills or something, and put it in his hair. And when they went out on stage, the heat from the lights lit uh, heated it up, and it started melting and like running down his face. And started uh, it freaked everybody out. They're like, "What the fuck is going on? His face is <laughs> melting." And and in addition to that, he wasn't singing. He wasn't lip syncing like the rest of the band was lip syncing. He was just standing there. Like staring into the camera, he's <laughs> like, "This is the most disturbing thing." That's awesome. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he's a uh, the, and so when I'm watching Frank, I'm thinking, you know, the the whoever it was, it almost felt like they wanted to tell Sid Barrett's story, but they didn't want to, you know, g- cross the line and get sued for for actually invoking like talking about him specifically. Yeah, but I, I honestly don't think it was necessarily. Uh, just about kind of Sid Barrett's story. Oh, I think it, yeah, oh, I think yeah, it yeah, really yeah. spoke to mental illness and yeah. what we don't and do understand about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think there's a connection yeah. there that was made with <gasps> mental illness and the relationships that people can have that feed yeah. or supersede that mental. Yeah, illness. Yeah, I would I would say whoever. Whoever wrote that was inspired by Sid Barrett, but they went beyond that and, and mm-hmm. addressed bigger things. I think I think whoever him. wrote that certainly has someone in their life that is or has a mental illness yeah. similar to that. Because I the, didn't. My only complaint with that film was the ending where he shows up and it's kind of oh, it's almost like a happy ending. It's like there's there's no you know for people like that there's no happy ending. They they produce stuff in their life and then they kind of continue to go off the rails and there's no. Well, you know, he sort of shows up, and it's like, oh, we're all one big happy family again. So, so as someone who's yeah. now becoming a, a uh, counselor yeah. slash not really psychologist, but you know, yeah. I, I work with people with disabilities, and I work with a lot of people with severe in, mental illness or profound mental illness, whatever you prefer to call it. And yeah. mental illness is something that just kind of spirals out of control. Yes, but there are people who are able to learn to cope and live with whatever's going on. Um, mm-hmm. There's a very good uh, TED Talk um, starring, and it's, it's Ellen Sachs. That's E L Y N S A K S. And she's. Uh, Not Ellen she, Ball Sachs. No, Ellen Sachs. <laughs> and she's she, ha- she runs a, a department. You're lucky this law mic smells good. Down at Stanford, <laughs> and she's got schizophrenia. 
yeah. And it's active. It is, it's always constant. It's always there. But she's like, you know what? I pulled myself together and I worked really hard. And here I am today living a really successful life. So when it comes to people who are spiraling with their mental illness and whatever things are going on in their life, it's just they're lacking that control. They're lacking that support network. They're lacking education. And um, I feel with the, with the proper... Absolutely proper people and and organizations in place someone could be successful but the first step is to realizing that you might have a mental illness and reaching yeah. out for that mm-hmm. first help and unfortunately yeah, oh, yeah, you see a yeah. lot of people who don't recognize it and don't see it and then that's when they fall into chemical dependency substance abuse and their a own, lot of things that they illness. shouldn't be doing and yeah. and that's really one of my one of my biggest problems yeah. with with Okay, I can only speak for this country. Uh, no, I can't speak for this country because I'm just one stooge. You don't want to. This country the, really sucks with mental health. Uh, and, uh, but that's my point is is that people are all about gun control and they're all about all of these things that are just, they're, they're inane. Mm-hmm. And what really is important are, for me personally, are two big things. It's health care and education. Mm-hmm. Those two things are more important than any other inane little tiny bullshit, whether it's... Uh, uh, Mike just showed up, so the uh, first thing that came to mind was GMOs or gun control or 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 whatever it might gluten. be. It's a distraction. Or gluten. It, it, they're, they're simple little distractions against something that really should be addressed. And number one is health care. In this country, yes, our basic healthcare is not a right; it's it's a privilege, and 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 on top of that, on top of our simple physical healthcare, mental healthcare is it's it's something that like I remember a joke back in the day uh, where where um, I think it was Billy Crystal always said my, all, all my family said uh, diseases is a whisper, you know, and and that's how I feel like. Uh, the Americans or our culture and uh, especially even even in our uh, uh, healthcare genre or whatever you want to call it um, we really speak of these things in a whisper it's like ah they have schizophrenia Uh, Aunt Irma has schizophrenia and that's all you know we don't talk about it and it's just it's one of those things that really needs to be brought to the foreword and really talked about if if we had the guy that was shooting people on the freeway over in 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 Washington D.C. or wherever the guy was shooting people Mm -hmm. on the freeway uh, or the guy uh, most recently that shot all those kids over in New Hampshire or exactly if they had proper health care mental health care from a young age, they might actually be a productive member of society instead of going out and killing people. And I truly, honestly believe that. I don't yeah. know. You, you, yeah. you wouldn't know more about this than I do. No, absolutely. The the problems that we see with these people, and you, and you know, the, the, there's a huge stigma attached with mental illness. Like absolutely, they're they're crooks, they're murderers, they're crazy. Then they hate that word because what's well, crazy? Cra- what's crazy normal? Crazy is one of those words that um, that does have a stigma. Crazy yeah. is one of those words that we we apply to people that are quote unquote abnormal. Whether yeah. they're dressing men dressing as women, women dressing as men, or whether 
whether it's it doesn't really matter yeah. it, it, and unfortunately ridiculous. because of that negative stigma you have people who may recognize that there might be something troubling them deep down but they won't reach out for help because they don't want that label uh, so we'll continue with our schizophrenia example a lot of people with schizophrenia won't reach out for help because they're taking things called antipsychotics oh so i'm i'm psychotic oh well shit crap i don't want to be labeled as psychotic that means no one's gonna want to spend time with me and so you have these people who will just withdraw from society and then internally just fall apart before they act out and it's it's really unfortunate um and the way we handle these people who are unable to get mental health care or proper mental health care, um, we criminalize them and they end up in this huge circle where they get sent to jail and they get medication and they do get help in terrible conditions, mind you, awful conditions. But by the time they get to the judge, they quit the medications, they've decompensated, they're unable to stand trial, and so they're going back to jail and they just keep going and going, there are people who have been in this crazy repetitive criminal system for years because they're not getting yeah, their symptoms aren't absolutely. being addressed. And I, I think one of the things and there's something of course my wife comes from a different country where homeless people are a little oh. different but um, um, no I'm not belittling or anything in Mexico it, it has nothing to do with that. Um, what I what I've I, when we were in Portland was one thing where we saw a, an immense amount of homeless people in Portland, mm-hmm. an immense amount. It wasn't it was we actually saw tantamount to like uh, people who were obviously not homeless and people who were homeless exact same amount. Of course, we were downtown that may have made a difference, but uh, and nine times out of ten, those people were talking to themselves. Yeah. Uh, which which tells me, and I've known since. since uh, I'm sorry, I'm still talking. Hold on. Um, which tells me, and I've had this sense since I lived in San Francisco, is that the mentally ill are the majority of our homeless. Absolutely, it's 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 really unfortunate. They can't afford health care. They can't afford housing, or they lose housing, or they use substances in order to cope with the symptoms they already are feeling, which may numb them a little bit or aggravate them. I mean, we've we got, all use things to numb ourselves. Yeah, I mean, Bellingham itself. As I has hold up a beer and swish the, it. I just not nice being having a mental issue is doesn't make you an artist you have a problem and start stop treating league like you're special that was one thing about frank that and i think that 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 movie did that the mother said but but as a as a final thought in rolling out our podcast but he was this is fucking podcast gold i'm sorry but he he was (laughs) better i will stay there before he had this mental issue. Yeah. And that's extremely important. He was... I, 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 maybe I came... But that, that's what Frank really brings to the forefront. It's, it's a beautiful thing that, that, that Frank... And it, it makes that movie that much better, is that Frank really challenges the, the notion of, of genius compared to insanity. But but it also at the same time proves that just because you're insane doesn't mean you're a genius. Mm -hmm. Other people may perceive you as such, but there's many geniuses out there that, and artists that are not insane. They just see the world in a slightly different way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's that's my final (coughs) note. And I would, uh, um, as far as my final note, I'm going to say it first. Mm -hmm. Fuck you guys. Sorry. I know. I love you both. But I'm going to say thank you to our incredibly awesome and talented and smart intern, 
Um, Brianna, you're awesome, and thank, thank you. you for being here. And hopefully, hopefully, you can be here almost every time we do our podcast. I hope to be here almost every time. We we would love to have an intern because we we valued your internship <laughs> since you were on the podcast like four or five podcasts ago, yeah. and it was brilliant and genius. And of course, thank you, sir, uh, our listener. We we call everybody our listeners. So Aww, Jeff, you say the sweetest things. <laughs> you are. You're a sweet guy, and and I will touch your ass anytime. I did earlier, but that's, I don't know if you you felt that or not. But it really doesn't matter. And and last but not least, my beautiful wife, who is who is who's kind of off and on guest starred in this podcast and continues to and probably will from here on out and my <laughs> podcast mates thank you and very much for a year's worth of podcasts yeah. and i think god thank you guys this has been awesome this is like nerd poker for us it's just <laughs> i know nerd poker is actually D, but when we do that but <laughs> this oh my god is, we should D a podcast yeah. dude well, like a really short that would thing. be fun there's already one that steve ag does yeah. It's called Nerd Poker, and it's awesome. Listen to it. Um, it's okay. We could just have but, a mini No, session. we could do... No, but you're the DM. All right. Okay. Boom. Oh, done. I might need another play game to play in. You guys, give us our final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts? Um, I'm, I am really sad that I missed last week. Um, listening to last week, God damn it! I wish I was here with sitting. Thank you, Dave. Sitting, yeah, I know. No kidding, man. That was some funny That's gonna stuff. Be our good night podcast is going to be good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Good night. I, I like that idea too, man. Um, Dave, so, yeah, I, just I miss say, you so much. You're a fucking I, superstar. Of all the things we've done on the podcast, I've, I've loved everything we've done except for last week. I, because I regret not being here. I really do. <laughs> I listened to that and I thought, man, it sounded like you guys were having the time of your life. So, um, anyway, Dave, thanks for thanks for filling in for me. That was like fucking awesome, man. I enjoyed it. You know, all I really want to say is my last shout out is thanks to Brandon and Miller and Verse and the other twenty seven listeners who haven't thought to like go into their iTunes and click unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say we're doing it for you, but not really. We're doing it for ourselves, man. This has been cathartic, and I really appreciate showing up and doing it. And I've put a lot of energy into this, and I make sure this is one of my top priorities, as busy as I am. And getting here, and I enjoy, and I love. This is a great creation for all of us. Thank you very much. Yep. Absolutely. Good night, Dave. Good night. Good night, Good night Dave. Dave. Good night, Dave. I don't know you yet, Dave. <laughs> you can still say good night. Oh, okay. Well, good night, Dave. Dave, you're Mr. Fahrenheit to me. I'll be in your dreams, Dave. <laughs> I have to say, I laughed so hard during that episode that my cables are hurting. Oh, wait a minute. I don't have a vagina. What exactly is going on down there, anyway? Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Michael Zamora, and Rick Anderson, along with our very special guests, Brianna Edwards, Brandon Longwell, and Jamile Sanchez. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave.
Welcome to Beer Plus Three, where we try to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With us today is the one, uh, the only, the one, the only, the bastard of Bellingham, Rick Anderson. <laughs> Greetings. And here in SWAT Studios in sunny-ish Maple Falls <laughs> is the inventor of the U in the British word color, Mike Zamora. <laughs> Hello there, with a U. <laughs> And again, a listenership special, two in a row this week, or this the last couple of weeks. Uh, with us again is the fence expert, the uh, effet. I don't know how you, you you actually say that word. Cooking fiend, Brandon Longwell. Good evening. Good evening. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> it's April twenty fifth, two thousand. Okay, can we start over? Sorry. <laughs> what? It's coming. Relax, lady. Okay, I'll, I'll start at the top. Take two. Thank you, honey. <laughs> Do you need more wine? Because we could get more. I love you. She's a, I know, I know. Try to redo my song again. Uh, no, you don't have to. You don't have to. I think that's no. in it. It's in the can. It's You're in the good. can. Don't worry You're about good. it. Don't worry. The about magic it. of editing. No, yeah. it's okay. Come there back, honey. No, no, no. Come back. Come back. Yeah, yeah I know you didn't mean it. It's Come fine. On. Come on back. Sit it's down. It's fine. Sit down. Come on. Super fuzz in front of you. Somebody needs to drink that before yep. I do. Yep. Yep. Nah, yep. I'll drink it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> All right. 